0: Thank you. Everybody to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. This is like episode 527. We don't need to start doing it. It'd be a really good organizational tool. I am Jimin, and I am here with Nat, hi, hi. and Ash from Barcelona. Hola. <laughs> that could have been a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ash, 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 Ash you could have kicked in with
1: a Como and Stas, you know, like you could have spiced it up a little bit, you know. But like,
0: <laughs> okay. really fun. Yeah. Yeah. this is the extent of my contributions to Jimin's terrible jokes and hosting. <laughs> we are happy to be here today, I suppose, because there's a lot of things that have happened. in came up in the world, but before we get into that, what have y'all been up to? What's what are y'all listening to these days?
1: uh I guess I'll go first I actually haven't been listening that much to k-pop which I will rectify shortly because we're gonna be getting all caught up but I've been listening more to a lot of R&B you know it is black history month so I've been you know listening to black people (laughs) And obviously that is like a, a lot more RB. I don't listen to hip hop as much as I used to, but still some hip hop, reggae, obviously in country because Beyonce is coming out with a country album. And contrary to popular belief, a lot of people, not only you know in the South, created country music, but we also enjoy it all around the world. There's actually an album on Apple Music called, like it's, I can't remember the actual name of it. Basically the whole idea is that reggae artists Cover country songs. It's a fantastic album, (laughs) in my opinion. But I am somebody who did, who has, you know, and from like as I was a little girl, enjoyed country music. And I noticed that a lot of you bum ass bitches online talking about, oh, if you are so into country music, name some country songs. Yeah, I obviously, you know, I think last week we talked about Jolene and I Fall to Pieces, but also Shady. Dixie Chicks, like, Carrie Underwood, I mean, Shania Twain, Faith Hill, like, guys, we have been here, it's just that, you know, a lot of people who are, I guess, quote, unquote, Traditionally, more aligned with country, you know, aka racist who gatekeep, they've just been pushing us out for years. But we have always, I think, black people really love people who can sing, and it don't matter. Like, it doesn't really matter about the genre. Like it could be rock, country, you know, Korean. What's what's the traditional Korean music? Trot. You know, like it don't matter what it is. If it if it bops and they're singing, you know, in capital letters, black people will be there, as we have proven. So, you know, I'm gonna say shout out. <laughs> like, you, you know, did. when you sing a capital letters, you know the difference, okay? <laughs> I mean, I've been to a country club. I have done some line dancing in my past, okay? Like, it's fun.
0: So, like. I to give Nat a special shout out for being a fake Nat, you I need give to give Nat a know? shout out for being a fake American. <laughs> Matt <laughs> <laughs> knew when the US elections were and then I asked her when the Canada elections were she said, I don't know that's what she <laughs> said so shout out <laughs> to Nat alright
2: <laughs> Nat, you need to come down to my neck of the woods for real come down and spend the night cattle annies you can do all the line dancing you want
0: wait, okay, Ash never said what she's listening to yeah. I'm kind of bad. Ash, what are you actually listening to? because we just... <laughs> Lot on your name. I
2: mean, honestly, it's not a lot. Musical theater. By the way, have you? did y'all see the trailer for Wicked? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I've,
0: heard, I've seen people comment on it. Not very great things. But.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm not really the biggest fan of Wicked. Like, just as the stage show. Like, it's fine. It's not really my thing. But, like, I understand. I hate it when movies cast do stunt casting. And Ariana Grande is, like, the biggest like fail stunt cast I've ever seen and the sad thing is is that I think vocally she's fine like she could handle it but she just looks a hot mess and I don't really trust her acting skills for this so and that's the sad thing the actual like movie itself like it visually looks fine I just think it's so miscast I don't know Nat what did you think about it?
1: Ah! Okay, so I mean, I think it's very well known that I don't like musicals at all. For the most part, I do like the song "Defying Gravity," though. So you know, there's that. But I actually I love the book Wicked. Like I still have it, and so I I think that there's been like fair amount of changing is obviously made in the movie. Sorry, in the stage show, and then obviously in the movie as well because you know they always change things. So when I was watching it, it didn't feel like Wicked to me. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that was like my main takeaway from it. I mean, I was never going to watch it because once again, I don't like musicals, but I, I, you know, I'll definitely pay attention to like the cover of Defying Gravity when it comes out. I don't know. I just, I thought they were supposed to be the same age.
2: Because- yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> They're supposed to start out going to college together. Right. And then, yeah, they, they don't.
1: Cause I mean, one like no shade to Cynthia, you know she is she looks great, whatever. But she looks like she could be Ariana's mother, and they're supposed to be the same age. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird. So I don't know how that's going to translate. And also too, from what I've heard, I've never, as I said, I don't know really know much about the musical. But everybody, there's like a consensus in the community of people who do like Wicked, who are like the second act, or like is awful. Like it's universally hand and then they but they also decided to do this as a two-part movie so now they're just like so is the second act the second movie because by like no one's gonna watch it you know what i mean so it's 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 interesting how this is going to play out
0: well thank you ash for asking me what i feel about it
2: Um... oh i thought you said that you hadn't seen it like the
0: yeah no i'm kidding
2: (laughs) okay i thought i heard you say that so i was like oh demon's not with it but you probably did hear me say that because I, I know <laughs> yeah.
0: what I'm talking about. Though I think I have heard the Defying. Is it? I think I'm trying to find gravity. Is that one? Yeah, that sounds yeah. like it. Yeah, okay. yeah. We go get gravity <laughs> again. Okay, anyway. It's so, so, so you're listening to musical soundtracks. We love it. Yep.
1: And well, Jimin, what are you listening to? Oh,
0: that is a tough question. I have been listening to more K-pop. I've been listening basically to like the same four songs on repeat that are K-pop and J-pop. But as y'all probably all can already imagine, I've been listening to NASA on repeat like that and we go. Um, and then there's a couple of TXT songs deep down off of their recent album. And what's the other one? Farewell Neverland on like the album that came out like this time last year. All excellent songs. I will say that like, I did see a Reddit thread, and they were like, "I just want to make a comment that, like, chasing that filling album, you can tell that the guys are tired." And I'm like, "Girl, everybody else is tired too. We all out here working nine to fives. They working nine to fives too. Stop talking to me. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just tired of the whole like, whole idols need a break. It's like, okay, yeah, but also, like, I don't know. Like, it just." I don't know. It the whole cycle analyzing of idols based on like what music they're coming out with that they don't even fucking write is really weird to me. It's like you you thought you think they wrote chasing that feeling? You think they wrote that album? That and,
1: like- and played all the instruments and
0: <laughs> produced every single song and did all the vocals.
1: Right, right, right. And also to also to like a lot of what I've heard from a lot of people in the industry is that they did work their ass off You know in the beginning of their careers when they were younger but like work becomes scarce after a certain point so it's like the whole idea is to work as much as you can so that you have the money for when you're not as popular and then you can kind of have the freedom to do what you want like i'm not saying that's obviously everybody's strategy sorry i
0: was saying that was clearly shiny strategy because shiny worked like hell and then like now they kind of are doing solo things but even to their solo things besides Taman it's like few and far between and you basically never see onu so it's like right i believe that i mean you work as hard as you can in your early in your career so that you can chill for the rest of your career because you probably aren't going to be that popular right Later on. right
1: Right, and if you, like, you know, even, like... It, it also kind of shows, too, sometimes, like, people who got into the industry for the reason of being an artist. Like, TVXQ has more money than they probably know what to do with at this point, but they don't stop making music. Same with Boa, right? Because-
0: That's an excellent point. It's, like, because I, I really feel like this fourth-gen crop of idols are definitely not going to... Like, I, I think there's going to be a, a, a supreme uptick in disbandments, because if you look at the third-gen, I feel like a lot of those groups... Actually, won't disband. I feel like a lot of them have a passion for music. Like I feel like there's a reason why Dio's still singing, and he really don't have to sing because he has other careers he could go after. Right? What I mean, like there's a reason why Child Enu is up here still trying to make music despite the fact that people think that this is not my opinion. I, I love me some childhood new and we will talk about this later but people don't think he should be like, he's, i mean his album sold like 10 copies in like the first week so it's you know people clearly don't think but he clearly wants to do something you know show off some sort of talent whereas a lot of these other idols i truly just feel like i'm looking at influencers these days for real mm-hmm. yeah but yeah so i guess well some k-pop but also i i'm not gonna hold y'all like i have been listening to beyonce and i know that tiffany red came out with that video yes and we all we could we could talk about that could be his own episode but it's like it does make me feel conflicted i'm gonna be honest after that video like i knew that obviously we all know beyonce uses hello riders but after that video and knowing what i do know about like just the industry in general not just in music but like anybody who does behind the scenes work is definitely being treated like a peasant like i'm that's just the truth right there's a right. reason why like we always roast like like um the japanese like the anime studios right cuz all of their artists are like literally working to the bone and like not really seeing any real benefit from it right so it's like a thousand times worse in the music industry where you really don't get any share of the profits and it's just like kind of sad to see like you know, Beyoncé's a billionaire and, like, her writers are paycheck to paycheck. You know?
1: Right. No, absolutely. And this is the thing. Like, I already tweeted about it. I was like, I 100% agree with her. And, I mean, I've always agreed and believed and stood by Tiffany Redd. Like, even remember back in the day when she mentioned that SME didn't, like, pay her properly for song I think that she had yeah. done for EXO or not. And I remember specifically, like, passing that around, like, that information around on Twitter and, like, you know, supporting her and a lot of black k-pop fans did not and it it was just like one of those things where it's like like we talk about you know i mean it's very in it it, it, i guess it lines up with black history month a lot but it's like it's supporting black people until it conflicts with what you like and here's the thing like i feel like i'm first of all i'm not a beehive i'm not like i Like Beyonce's music. And, you know, I grew up listening to Beyonce, and, you know, I think she's a great performer. And that's what I see her as a performer. I don't, I I personally look at Beyonce and look at Jay Z and look at a lot of black elites, and I think that they're, you know, not here for the common good, you know, because if they were, they could use their money in a lot more effective ways than they do. And their politics also could be a lot better. So I just look at Beyonce as a billionaire, and that's sort of like how I treat her, in and and how I treat a lot of the people out there whose you know output I do enjoy from time to time. You know, like I still like Jay Z's old stuff. You know what I mean? Do I like Jay Z as a person? No. Do am I gonna be her defending Jay Z? Not. I mean, yeah, I mean that's a <laughs> good yeah.
0: point. Like I, yeah. I like I like a lot of Beyonce's music and I think she's extremely talented. I also think them damn songwriters on <laughs> her yeah. there's a reason why we all yeah. are crying in sixteen carriages right now. You know what I mean? Like right. it's, it's not just her voice, it's the lyrics, it's all these other things. Exactly. And songwriting is not just lyrics, it's also production and it's composing. It's all it's it's a big these things are big elements of it. And also, I do want to say one thing, anti shout outs to all the producers out there that are taking advantage of people because producers also from what I understand, tend to get huge cuts of profits as well. But again, writers don't, which is very fascinating to me. But it's just like, yeah, it's just conflicting. But at the same time, it's like, I think a lot of that comes down to having to restructure an entire system.
1: Exactly. In the streaming era, especially, Mm -hmm. which is not very, it's, it's not fair to songwriters. You know what I mean? And the thing is, like, I do understand why a performer would get a publication credit on something because a lot of times the song is popular because of who sings it or who who you know performs it and you know if we're talking about k-pop i think k-pop artists should definitely get a larger cut than the company in that sense you know or like larger than what they're getting because there's
0: no reason why sm entertainment is is like like okay i could I, I could I understand why companies take a cut. What right. I don't understand is like I think there was a point being made, like for example, with Sony. Sony basically I don't know if this is true, but if it is true, it's a problem, right? So right. like okay, I'm not even gonna mention names. But let's say a big company, if your profit margin is literally a hundred percent, like if your if your revenue is two billion and your profit is one billion. Right. Like What do you need that extra $1 billion for? Who is that going to? That's profit. That's not to run the business. That is extra money. That is the the surplus labor value that you're extracting from a a worker. And so I just feel like there's no reason why these companies should be billion-dollar entities and their workers, the people that are putting in the labor to make them billion-dollar entities, are not... Even like I said, they're living paycheck to paycheck, so right. it, it's just a system. It's a system thing. It's system it, Yes, it exists I across wonder. industries. That's not just the U.S. music industry or the K-pop industry. Most places that have a capitalized system, like a capitalism as their you know form of, I guess, economic form. That is how the businesses are run. That's how it, right. it, it, it all happens. So I just think that there needs to be a lot of changes. That being said, like, I, I'm i just on the side of the workers. all right. You know, all day, every day. So anyway, I don't know how that turned into, like, an uh, economic theory course. It sounded...
1: But- very
0: comrade <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, like, I, 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 I found myself saying "comrade," actually. Right, right.
1: It's like, "Hello, comrades." <laughs> it's, on the, it's on the docket today, and you know, like, guys, this is not even like about you know communism versus democrat, like democracy or anything like that. This is basically just like stop being a piece of shit. Pay
0: people what they were. Pay people what they with the the yeah. value that they put in. Right. Yes. Right. So. And that goes for everybody. It doesn't matter what kind of work. You could be like blue collar. You could be pink collar, white collar. If you are doing work for somebody, you don't own the business. You deserve the work you put in. in profits, right? Right. So anyway, that's what I'm listening to. I'm listening to like speeches from from the 1960s. (laughs) Anyway, no, I'm not. But that's what I'm listening to. Uh, I think this is a very good time to go into our poll. Sure. Our poll this week is not controversial at all. But it's a simple question, and you have four options, as usual. Should we cancel music award shows? And I'm talking across the board, not. but of course, this is a K-pop podcast, like these K-pop award shows. And you have four options. You can say yes and then replace them with more end-of-the-year or beginning-of-the-year festivals or, like, just more, like, it doesn't even have to be end-of-the-year, beginning-of-the-year. It could be something like Coachella, Lollapalooza, but, like, for K-pop, you know right, right, right. not k-con necessarily something but something you know of that nature um you can do yes and replace them with idol networking events like isok i know isok it's just kind of like a running joke at this point but like <laughs> I, I something about the idea of getting a bunch of idols from different groups into one room and having them just like i don't know like do random things is very funny to me
1: Play sports together. Just play because. sports, yeah. whatever
0: right. you know. I mean, we all know what those events are for, anyway. <laughs> but, but you know, whatever it is they're going to do. Then the third option is yes, and do not replace them. So just cancel these award shows and have these artists like just do things like, like for example, how TXT did Lollapalooza last year. Just do things elsewhere, right? Right, right. and loud. <laughs> Which would be really funny. And then the last option is no, we should not cancel music award shows because it is cool when fans release new plagues onto our houses. (laughs) So, Ash, what do you think about the status of music award shows in the K-pop industry? Asking me
2: first. Okay. I think that they should be replaced, but I'm not sure... I don't know. I liked the end of the year festivals, but only like when they would do a lot of like shared stages and stuff like that, where people would like work together and sing together, and it was more like a celebration. And I don't know. I prefer that to like whatever it is that they're doing now. So, because
0: I think I think kind of what you're describing too is like. I know YG used to have like the YG family to concerts so and SM actually still does like SM Town and now they're calling it SMCU, which is like if this had been like five years ago, that would have hit. But because the Marvel Cinematic Universe is very played, the SMCU is also right. kind of played. You yeah. know what I
2: mean? Like it's kind of like. Yeah, I, I'm but more about like the cross like, agency. Like the cross company. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I if they did something like that but like had i you know what it would be kind of cool is if they had like alliances with the agencies like sm would always do activities with i don't know pledis or something or That's you know, the thing. like, like we, i
2: feel it's weird because i feel like a lot of the agencies like the big wigs are cool with each other like JYP is always about oh he's cool with like yg and this and that but i think because of the way stan fandom is now like they're trying to kind of keep that whole super loyalty thing going and everyone have their own like you know super devoted fans so it's like you can't bring anybody else into the fold or else there'll be jealousy and fan wars and whatever else That's
0: actually a good point because even I think what you're describing, you can even see that now and I'm going to talk about it every time we get on here. You can even see that now within companies like I Mm. see it very starkly with the NCT groups, like the NCT groups all hate each other, like their fans all hate each other, despite the fact that they're technically under the same brand. And not only do they all hate each other, but then like there's this also very weird hatred that's coming from the like rise stands that's directly at the wish Even though Wish barely has any fans yet because they have a debut, but like there's just so much inner group hate that's within the same agency, and so I kind I see where you're coming from with that. Like it could be difficult to have that like crossover appeal, Mm -hmm. Um, but interesting perspective. So Ash says yes and replace them, but not sure with what. So okay, Nat, what do you think?
1: Uh, I mean. You could, I mean, it's really hard to say because a lot of these award shows are basically just, you know, promotion. And it's it's basically just the artists doing barely different performances of the same song that they do every week on Music Bank. So, like, yeah, it, it is sort of a waste in that sense. You know, it's not like you're getting cool outfits, you're getting cool remix stages. Like, I can... I can barely remember last time I've been that impressed by a stage, to be honest. I feel like... Actually, I feel like the last time it was actually... Was during, like, the last... I think the New Year's festival or whatever the fuck they call it here. And it was only because Yeji from uh, Etsy did a cartwheel. And we were just like, whoa! Because <laughs> we were just, like, so bored that that was, like, the peak of excitement, okay? <laughs> but... Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like everything's just so boring that if we got rid of them, I don't think that we would miss anything. Like, they Mm -hmm. give awards to whoever shows up anyways. It's not like these are, you know, merit-based awards. (laughs) So (laughs) even though they try to say that, like, we can tell with the way that they make up awards, you know, like, Mm -hmm. or the way that they give them out. Like, Jisoo went for best, like, dance video or some shit like that. Like, what? that bitch can't dance it's like crazy it's crazy so i don't know Mm. i feel like we should get rid of them i don't know if networking events is going to be like a better option just because it one it's breeding ground for dating scandals and like that's gonna cause its own problems and headaches i think but also things like isaac people used to get injured at all the time so like it's kind of Mm. like maybe we like if we replace them with anything like what would we replace them with and like the things that ash mentioned like i love those things too but multi being a multi-fan in this day and age is just like a big x you know, in K-pop. So it, the things that made those award shows exciting, you know, the freshness of the performances, but also just like the collaborations between groups you never think would, you know, you'd see together on stage or things that you'd see on stage, like top, tongue and down Lee Hyori, you know, like it, that shit would not happen now.
3: Okay. You know,
1: like it wouldn't. Mm. So I, I just feel like with the way that K-pop is now, you might as well just, like, not do that. Like, just not do anything. Because, like, what's the point? Like, w- what is really the point? Once again, they're they're basically just influencers with mics and backtracks. You know what I mean? Like, that's what K-pop kind of, like, in the new newer generations feels like anyways. So, it, it, you know what I would like to see? I would like to see more of these, like, um, variety shows where uh people from different agencies come together and perform together i think i would prefer that especially when you do cross-generational like performances and stuff mm-hmm. I-, I think those would be like better options or things that utilize you know k-pop artists that either didn't pop or are a little bit older kind of like mama the idol from last year you know like mm-hmm. I-, I just feel like they're there's so much the people who i think make it exciting or made it exciting are have been already pushed out and I think if they were to return in some capacity even if they do collaboration stages with the fourth gen and stuff like that I think that would bring a little bit more excitement because these new kids don't know what they're doing for the most part
0: Oh, it's very clear. And I think yeah. I think one more thing that we kind of talked about on our end of the year episode was with the end of the year award shows, there's a lot of, like, unnecessary, like, dance breaks. Sure. And I think it kind of goes to show that the idols just cannot perform live. Like, they just cannot sing live. And so they just, like, do all this filler and they do these dance breaks that are not even innovative or interesting. Like you said, you got so excited when you saw an idol doing acrobatics. Like, when's the last time you saw acrobatics? Like, girl, like, like it's just one of those things where it's just like, it's so boring. And the awards are rigged. They're made up. They don't make any sense half the time. And then you got people releasing plagues like we'll talk <laughs> talking about later. It's just a mess. And I just think we need to get rid of them. I would I would like to see replace them with more of like the festival style Mm -hmm. Um, and like but it doesn't necessarily to me have to be collaboration stages I mean that would be cool but like I don't even know to be fair now I I will say I don't know a lot of fourth gen groups so part part of my problem with like a collab stage is like I don't even know who I would even want to see collab because they're all boring except for TXT and then I don't really know the rest of the groups so like, right, you, know, right, right. you know what I mean versus I would be ecstatic to see like third gen collabs or second right. gen collabs because I know those groups and I know they tend to have a little bit more talent at least but I don't know I, I don't want to see these fourth gen groups collab because I don't really know them and the ones that I do know don't have any talent right so it's just it's frustrating but I really did love seeing I, I still rewatch TXT's Lollapalooza performance to this day day like they breathe that chicago air and all of a sudden they were shooters for some reason <laughs> uh, some about chicago make people shooters and i i love that i really love stuff like that or another thing i really love to see which is not performance related but like but more so variety related if we could just re- like if idols are gonna be influencers anyway why don't we bring in like the got seven approach where they are extremely entertaining outside of you know right. what I mean? Like their their right. performance. Got seven obviously super like talented and had good songs, not all the time, and not even most of the time. But they had them. But like one thing that when I got attached to them, it was because of their variety. And I feel like even these days, variety is hella lacking. And I wanna, I want more groups to have better variety content. Like we need more of that. If if that's all y'all are gonna be anyway, right? Because. Right i'm sorry i'm just not interested in watching y'all go and. and another thing is the nepotism and like like why are all these idols getting invited to walk at fashion shows when half of y'all don't have fashion and the fashion you do have is coming from your stylist but anyway besides the point
1: i, I, well, <laughs> I didn't want to, to clarify too the craziest thing about like yeji like actually doing a flip and you know the fact that like itsy obviously like singing wise, hey but like those girls can dance like they they dance their ass off you know what i mean like they're they they know how to perform at least is that straight kids each of the the units got to do their own performance what so like each of the units from straight kids you know no like, no, no i understand yeah. i'm saying oh, what? like that's so basically
0: me.
1: so so basically um the the dance unit from Stray Kids did this really weird cutesy thing and they had like little earmuff thingies on and they were hopping on the stage so they weren't actually even dancing even though they were the dance unit it's the outdanced the dancing unit of Stray Kids at this award show Uh, the boys outdanced them too
0: it's crazy I believe it because straight kids is a prime example of nepotism. But anyway, that's a whole other <laughs> you know, let me stop because some people actually love big chance. So anyway,
1: I do. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think that I think that we should just eradicate the award shows. They don't matter. Most of them, even not just K-pop, most award shows do right. not matter. And they don't actually reward talent. So might as well replace it with something fun that people can get into. You know what I mean? Like make it an event. So now that we've got our poll out of the way, you guys know our answers. Let us know your answers. What do y'all think we should do with these award shows? Because gosh darn it, I am very tired of them. I haven't watched one in full in a very long time. And I don't plan on doing that anytime soon. <laughs> 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 All right. What's next with... Well, I know what's next. Comebacks and debuts. But Yes,
1: just- yes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, you know, watch some music videos and respond to them, it. and yeah, well, and and obviously, like what I didn't. hell hold up! I'm sorry. I, I, no. I was waiting for someone to, to comment on that.
0: <laughs> now you know what? I'm about to sue Bobby
2: for emotional. <laughs> Why do you
0: keep doing it?
2: <laughs> I feel like Stop this is a personal, I almost feel like this is a personal attack on us. <laughs> <laughs> like so, I'll sue them.
1: Before we actually start watching MVs, we can talk about groups or whatever, or artists that are coming back. So yes, Bobby is dropping a new album called Sir Robert. He's using the full name of the stage name that's
0: not even his real name.
1: And he's just right with it.
0: Imagine if Mark just started telling people his name was Marcus for no reason. Right. right. You would be so confused. Right. Like what Bobby, don't do this. This is, like, so confusing for me.
1: I, I just, I saw it. And
0: I was like, this man knows what he's doing. Like, he he's very much aware of, the, of what he's doing. You know I love it. You know what? Go ahead and, you know, if you want to get your name legally changed to Robert, which I know is not what you want to do. I know right. he's doing it for some artistic reason, but it's like, right. it don't make any sense. <laughs> None at all. At it's all. just
1: funny. <laughs> it
3: I love really it. Is.
1: <laughs> and then also Wendy's dropping an album called Wish You Hell. NCT Wish is dropping Wish and Sail
0: Away. And I think Both songs wrong. will be in Japanese and Korean. Oh, Okay. And I like,
1: unlike with Wavy's introduction, that they're actually getting like unique songs and they're not just doing, you know,
0: <laughs> regular Japanese. Chinese version. Of regular,
1: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I like that. And also Taeyong is also dropping a comeback. As well, too. I cannot remember the name of it though. I think it's like Tap.
0: tap. Wait, did y'all see that Taeong got recognized by Sexy Red? No, I did not. Listen, Who this is your thing. Oh, Lord. we going to have, never mind. This is a whole, <laughs> just, see, just, this is a whole other area.
2: Yeah, just <laughs> Google, just Google.
0: Google Sexy okay. Red. Yeah, okay. and it will be very shocking to you. This whole entire thing. I mean, I've um, actually heard of Sexy Red before. I just I was like, okay, they're like an artist. She okay. she Sexy Red is an artist that is very much known for. You should watch Tino R's video about Sexy Red. It's very okay. informative. I learned a lot. She is known for basically letting broke broke boys have shoot they shot that's that's the main kind of takeaway but you should definitely read up on sexy red a lot of people think she is a plague unto our community but that's a whole other conversation and or plant and or plant a lot of people do think she is like i spice but for certain kind of people
1: uh okay i mean her song slept me out seems (laughs) (laughs) why did you read it Pound town. Pound, town talk pound, pound, pound town
0: and pound town titles pound town is her like remix. Pound, t- pound town is her is her thriller It's her single ladies <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> it, it is her you know rhythm nation <laughs> you know if what i mean
1: will, right <laughs> if you right, will
0: <laughs> right so uh anyway it's just a very weird like Collision of your worlds. Okay, Um, and she has an affinity for Donald
1: Trump. All right. Yes, that's exactly. See, you're learning a lot. You've already caught up. Right. Okay. Well, if you guys think—if not you guys, but if people think that's a good thing, then I guess that's on them. Okay. (laughs) You know what? A lot of. Western artists, I think,
0: are hopping on the K-pop thing
1: more and more every day. Um,
0: Well, I think for Taeyong, it's because he literally did, like, a TikTok dance to her song, Mm. which is what makes it so freaking... It's You know what it is? It's like, I don't even listen to Sexy Red, and I'm like... I, like... I don't even know how to describe it, but it's just a a crazy thought to me about... It's kind of like how I found out about, like, obscure Black artists... From, like, Kai. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it's Mm. like, how do y'all find these people? Because, like, I don't even know these people. But, like, Sexy Red is not obscure, obviously. But it's just, like, one of those, like, weird, like, kind of visualizations. And it just makes you realize, like, men are gonna be men. But anyway, we we move. We move. So, yes, those are the comebacks. Well, I guess Wish is a debut. Um And I am... SM just does not know how to carry a bag. Because why would you give multiple artists who are in competition with each other, technically, come back at the same time? Like, the whole 10 Taeyong scandal was crazy. Um, Like And then, like, for some reason, like, 10 fans were, like, threatening to literally murder Taeyong. Like, not even joking. Like, these were literal threats (sighs) of how they're going to kill him. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, that's completely normal and yeah i don't i don't know why sm even facilitates this kind of thing anyway so yeah but we have a lot to listen to so we should get into it because i am very excited about two of these songs in particular y'all can probably figure it out which one as like we get to them so let's go let's start with lee seraphim's easy didn't this just come out like today today yes (laughs) Y'all know I don't listen to the At Least Sarah film on purpose. You know that, right? Well. I know.
1: Also. I, have never li- I haven't listened to it yet, but I have seen clips. And it is definitely giving. They saw What's Hot and Trendy, and they decided to jump on the band, Megan.
0: Okay, now I'm excited. Should I be excited?
1: Um, I don't know. I haven't seen the whole song, so we'll see.
0: Okay. Oh, no, I see the lineup. Y'all gonna make me listen to n for the first time in my life. That's crazy. Y'all should see the look on my face. This is, like... What was that album Drake came out with With that one song This feels like a Drake song I feel like if I could believe them I could like the song
2: Yeah I just don't think I can believe them That's the problem I have when K-pop groups Like jump on trendy stuff Like I don't Believe it
0: I do like that the vocals are not like Screaming at me And like have super high pitched But it's just one of those like, this song is one of the most hip-hop songs that I've heard from a girl group not named XG in so long. I guess I'm so used to like the cutesy kind of thing. And hip-hop can be cutesy, but this is not that kind of hip-hop. Not her... Okay, she could... I'm sorry. The brushing hair thing really threw me off because it was like... What were you brushing with that little raggedy brush? Her and that her weave still looked really, like it still looked frizzy. So I'm like, okay, girl. Their choreo is unique.
1: Yeah, what I like about Lisa here from is they all give like main character energy, you know. So okay, like, you're never bored looking at them. But I do think that if there's any other group, like I don't think any other group outside of like a YG group like group anyways could an xg could do something like this could do this
2: concept yeah yeah oh i heard their other song is also like jumping on the water trend
1: oh that's what i thought this was supposed oh, to be but let yeah. me pull that up because i didn't i i was like i
2: i, I would like was to hear the water
1: song. water like it's called water. smart
2: i think smart okay yeah.
1: okay because okay, i, I would love say, to like, hear that the clip from that instead of this one, and I was like, and people were just like, they're trying to be like Tyla. and I was like, wait,
0: what? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a weird yeah. lane. I, I, mm, I don't, I don't see how you pull off Tyla in a K-pop group. I'm not gonna hold you. Like, yeah, hold on, let me pull that up and
1: put it into this watch together. Okay, okay. So I added mm-hmm.
0: it to the playlist let's see it's at the bottom I'm just gonna click I'm gonna on it anyways move it up yeah I'm, I'm... oh it's a performance yeah I'm going look at MV for it yeah I mean, no 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 I mean even I think it's good to see oh yeah <laughs> yeah they could've tried a little harder to make it different wow that also sounds like woman what's that song y'all know what I'm talking about I don't know why I thought there were way more of them than
2: this. Also, isn't there an underage member in this group? Uh, Not anymore, I don't
1: think. I think the youngest member... What's her name? Whose name starts with an E? I don't think that
0: she's... I
1: think she's over 18 now?
0: Unchin, Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you gotta kind of have... I don't know. I feel like you gotta have a certain... I don't know. Oh, she's 17.
3: I, mean, I know that.
0: Okay. Oh, she's 17? Yeah. I love okay. that they put it
1: on those, like, skirts so that it would bounce more.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, like- <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Well, also, too, all, like, the, the butt pads are black, which is kind of right. strange. Like, right. Why would you make it so noticeable?
2: Well, I mean, they're not really trying to bounce that much, so... wow i I just
0: and then but you know what's gonna kill me about this the other k-pop groups are gonna eat this up and they're gonna like try to all do this now you know what i mean like right and here's my thing like you can't like shit
1: on you know naturally curvy women and then like wear butt pads and you know frilly skirts or whatever
0: so well, you know what's your... wild though because it's like the trend in korea now like is fitness like i and i, I would love to thank jungkook for that and Ho because i do think that they contributed heavily to that but like mm-hmm. for girls like it is a trend to get a little thicker but like only in the like the right places if you know what i mean you know what i mean like, like at the s-line places the s-line right? yeah
1: yeah you still going to see
0: like, a rib cage yeah which, the, is,
2: not really
0: ripcage, but, yeah. Um, which is not a really cage really- with booty pads Yeah,
2: which is not like a realistic body shape at
0: all. (laughs) Right. Yes, that was. These shoes are terrible. Smart. I don't. I don't like this. I don't know why this is given. Do y'all know like the concept of aura? Have y'all heard about that? No. Okay, I see it a lot in like sports (laughs) stuff. But basically, it's like people who have like a certain aura. People who have aura are like people who you're drawn to. These people, mm. I, they, for some reason, they don't have aura for me, and I, I didn't like that. Mm. The first song okay. was actually cool, but the the water rip off, I did not like that. It yeah, that. but you know, it's people who probably don't even listen to Afrobeats
1: are like probably into it. Like, okay, yeah. Uh, so this is Inhyeopin who did an official like Spotify cover of "I Need You," and Spotify has like this this covers thing where like. Artists either cover their old songs or other artists' songs.
0: Oh, yeah. and this oh, actually okay. has over
1: a million listens.
0: Okay. People Already, were saying so. it was better than BTS's version, but I'm like, somehow I don't believe that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know what? I need you such an iconic song that I, I even found it hard to believe. I haven't listened to this yet,
0: so I guess that means we should listen to it. Yeah. Dungu, come and get your flowers, honey. I'm so sorry they did this to you. (laughs) It's just the way they're performing it. It's like, you can say what you want about BTS, about the lack of vocal talent, whatever. But one thing I will never take away from them is they clearly care about their music. They're singing.
1: Yeah. Like they believe in it.
0: They believe in it. They believe themselves when they sing. Right. Yeah, I would
1: say this is, this is probably like a more proficient vocal version of the song, because, you know, in BTS, Jungkook was basically the hey Jungle Carries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even does have a little bit more vocalists but...
0: but- But look at their faces. They don't care about this song. They don't even care about their own song. So why would they care about this Afrobeats remix of I Need You? <laughs>
1: it really is an i afro guess it's more now. reggaeton no, it but
0: it's still what if this
1: is hybe because remember hybe was talking a lot about latin america for a while yes, yes.
2: yes. And, and afro, afro
0: Africa.
2: and afrobeats because bang pd was talking about afrobeats was taking over where k-pop was lacking
0: that's mm-hmm. true it mm-hmm. was true. like
2: like there was some jealousy there i felt like mm-hmm. and now all, all these groups come up with like Afrobeat songs and stuff mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if he's supposed to be a vocalist, Nat. I don't think he's any better than. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> my that Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but but also, too, like, taking the rap out is kind of insane when BTS is literally known for their rap line. For their
1: rap Well, end. it's just yeah.
0: weird. Like, come on. Like, okay, I'm also the number one hater, right? Like, <laughs> I've never liked E Hyphen. I always thought that they were, like, very controversial. They don't contribute anything positive. To the music industry I think that I don't know I just have very negative opinions of this group Both on and they off They just the court. seem so
2: Uninspired Like in this performance The crazy
1: thing is That
0: like they're,
1: they're actual songs They actually do care about And these are like A very Important senior group In their company So you would think That they would probably Put more effort
0: Into it something that's going to give you more exposure. Yeah. And I, I trust you. If Nat says that they do care about their music, I believe it. I just... I can't get into them. I really do. They don't have aura. And they have negative riz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, based on that performance, I agree. So this is IU with Hulsi.
2: IU, what are you doing, honey? Stay in your ballot lane. The Korean Taylor Swift. There's
1: actually another like release coming soon too. She's really rolling them out. Maybe she saw like Taylor Swift do all the MVs and was like, I need to do that too.
2: I mean, she's been killing it as far as with the public, like with everything she's come out with from what I understand. So I guess her company's like, let's get the money.
0: Black lot of people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's sure. crazy. And a Taylor Swift video. I think she needs-
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, wait, <laughs> yeah
0: she need a real like another good dating scandal her last dating scandal wasn't it didn't really hit as well wasn't
2: she dating like an actor or something yeah yeah he,
0: he used to
1: like rent hotel floors to like meet up because you know to keep it private
0: this video is creepy yeah it's weird i mean same with the last one with v but like this is this yeah. is just like uncanny because I, I i also like have megalophobia so like mm. i don't like things when they're bigger than what they're supposed to be and mm. so it's kind of like it's <laughs> giving me the creeps
2: right are you looks a little <laughs> does she look a little different to you maybe it's the hair honestly
0: every idol look different to me on every comeback so yeah
2: well yeah it be the hair
1: They really scrounged up all the non-Koreans in Korea,
0: eh? Like, oh, they, they literally <laughs> found every single person in Korea that wasn't Korean. And <laughs> fucked them in this video. I also don't think this is Korea. This very much looks like the United States. Yeah.
1: Which then actually makes sense about finding all these people.
0: I'm trying to see if I can see a street sign. It's just it looks like it's definitely LA because the sign is blue. Not that that means it's LA, because a lot of, (laughs) but it looks like LA to me.
1: I wonder if she got a lot of like, you know, maybe Western people because she. This is kind of like a little hip hoppy, and it's it's like. It's not a bad
0: song. It's just like because, and I'm also not an IU hater. Just in case y'all are wondering, like literally one of my favorite uh Korean songs ever is an IU song. That don't mean I'm not a hater, but I I'm just letting y'all know. I got a black friend, so mm-hmm. I just think, I, I feel like I don't want this lane for her. It's, it's a little bit boring.
1: Um, I'm not an IU hater either, but I generally find her pretty boring. So, <laughs> I, I, don't know, like, I can't even argue for, with it. For me, I think my favorite song from... Well, one of my favorite songs from her is from... Is that that song she had with... What's his name? From Big Bang?
0: G-Dragon? Was it 25? Wasn't that the What's his name? That's so funny. But yeah. I feel like if you're going to be boring, at least, like, showcase your talent because she clearly is talented. I feel right. like this song is a very... Like, any K-pop girl could do this song. From Palette.
1: Palette was my favorite album from her. Yes. Sorry, Ninja. I like some yeah. songs from
0: Palette. Yeah.
1: But, okay. So that All was right, Next you. for
0: the... For the star of the show, because everybody's been talking about this one, we have right. Wavy slash NCT's 10 with Nightwalker. Mm-hmm. Literally the entire internet has been talking about this. It's already giving move, if you've ever seen that music video. Yeah. Okay. The beginning of it. Oh, also, this is from an English album. Oh, we- I didn't know oh. it was an English album. Mm-hmm. I love Ten's voice. I love his hair on him. Yeah. Not both of us saying (laughs) different (laughs) things. Well, NCT be putting some sounds together, don't they? <laughs> I do. Okay. okay. I promise I'm not. I I think, I think they're. Okay. How do I put this? I think this is a genre of music. I'll put it that way. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I think what I
1: like about it, you know, obviously it's not done yet, but what I like about it so far is that it reminds me of some music videos in, like, the 90s and stuff when I grew up, where they all had like stories. Yes! Um, very Linkin Park. Right. And obviously, like, this is, like, you know, some MCU, like, some, like, a comic book kind of story where you discover, like, you know, you drop some radiation on you, all of a sudden you got superpowers or some shit, you know? Like, that's what it's given to yeah but it's interesting
0: it's it's very much because the i have heard another song from this album and it's more what you expect from ten but mm. i do think that what i like about this is it's really different from what everybody else is trying to do right now oh my god okay this is what we come
2: to ten for like
0: the visuals like are very late, creative
2: like, this is like matrix aesthetic it's like what ash matrix ecstatic like, I look at this, and I think The Matrix. The Matrix? Uh, the the mm-hmm.
0: books too, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: it's very... It's like... It, do y'all know, like, how there's genre in film? Like, that's literally a genre called genre? Yeah. This is genre, but oh, for music to me.
1: okay. I get it.
0: And I think there's nothing wrong with that. I like I like when artists have a different lane. Like, it's... Because it's, like, not like Taemin. Taemin is very, like like it's it's a cons it's genre for sure but it's like more coherent this is a little bit like experimental right nothing's wrong with it i appreciate Tin because i think he's very talented
1: whatever filter they used on his face they were so scary but also it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah but i like i like that because once again you know our, one of our complaints has been that everybody's just so pretty that nobody has a personality this yep. This song actually has a personality. Speaking about people mm-hmm. who are too pretty to have a personality, <laughs> where it is, David Monster with Stuck in the Middle.
0: Why are need... the songs? Sorry. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, why did the song immediately start when you push play, number one? I don't know. Number two, it's a four-minute song. That's crazy.
2: For a slow song at that.
0: Okay, well, Ash, that's your bias. Coming in. <laughs> well, <saying. laughs>
2: I, I guess so. No, but I've heard people are actually missing Teddy. And, like, people are talking more about his upcoming girl group than Baby Monster now. Yeah, they are.
1: Well, Teddy got a formula that works for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like,
2: I mean, considering
0: Blackpink has done the same thing for, like, the past 10 years. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it looks like he's doing the same thing with his new group. So. But, Yeah
0: i will say i do not understand what it is that yg vocal coaches put in their lessons but why do every single white like all of these girls sound like the same girl like it's the way they sing it's that jenny's it's that jenny's style of singing <laughs> 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 like, like Singing with their mouth wide open, kind of vibe.
2: And the thing is, like Twenty One didn't sing like that, like not not at at all.
1: Twenty One, like you know, it's funny. Twenty One is like known as a hip hop group, but they had as many hip hop, you know, fast paced songs as they had ballads. And their ballads are fire. Like, like people don't talk about their fire. Their ballads are fire. Yeah, I love. Once again, with this group, it's like your lip singing. Like, put some emotion in it, girl. Like,
0: what? Just it's, like, the, it's the cha new effect. You cannot be ugly, and not the and the crazy thing is, to me, putting emotion it makes you more beautiful. But right. for some reason in Korea, it means you're ugly. I guess because that's the why. Like none of these artists emote, and it's like kind of creepy to be honest. It's like, can you imagine you're just like walking around in real life like. Just singing the way these people do, like the way they K-pop. I mean, I some do. people get so much work done that they can't probably can't move can't, their face can't move their face. You can't tell me she don't sound like Jenny. She's singing like this, like girl. And the crazy thing is, is I probably would like this song under other circumstances, but it's just something about the way they're singing it that I don't like. They have no aura. They don't have any personality.
1: Because technically, like, they are better vocalists than Blackpink. So, I can tell like, that. It's kind of crazy to me, because I'm like, okay, so you guys sound like you can sing, obviously the studio version. But like, you have to get that the bass vocals from somewhere, you know what I mean?
0: Uh, I think that they can sing, but their style is trying to be whatever it is that Blackpink's style is. Right. that makes sense.
1: Which is crazy, because Blackpink literally only have like one ballad that they ever like dropped as a- with an MV. And nobody like stayed. So (laughs) like
3: what- Mm -hmm.
1: Like she's- this is supposed to be in capital letters, and look at her. Mm -hmm.
0: What is this? (laughs) that's superscript. but you know what another thing too is that i feel like the harmonies are not harmonies these harmonies should be three or five parts it should have you know different levels all these girls are singing in the exact same key singing that's not in what unith- a harmony in- is
2: yeah they're singing in unison and so
0: <laughs> and like i mean first of all Beckyard would
1: be outside like tyrese and how you gonna act like this <laughs> <laughs> And up and down that stage, okay.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna need an EXO cover because that song has so much potential. But the <laughs> right—that's the
1: thing. When I first heard, I was like, "This is not bad," but it should be by somebody
3: else.
0: Yes, and All I right, also so, like that it's four minutes, and it didn't feel like four minutes
1: to me. Right, right, it didn't. This is twice as I got you, which is a pre-release for their new album called Two Youth-ish, or something like that. Or no, to you, it, but like T H at the end, so it's like Two Youth kind of thing. But it's this is like an color. English track as well.
0: Ooh, 80s. This, this is the perpetual infantilization of adults for me. But, okay.
1: Well, youth is everything in, in every youth
0: society. Actually, <laughs> it's so freaking annoying how every K-pop group goes through a youth concept, and some sometimes they make it their entire personality. Pop, pop, BTS. I more.
2: mean, but like Twice has like been went through their youth concept like several times. Right. This is kind of a regression, in a way.
0: But the song kind of sounds good, I'm not gonna hold you.
1: I mean, it sounds great. I love TWICE. I have like, accepted it, you know, like, I'm not a stan or anything like that, but I'm very rarely disappointed by TWICE. Mm -hmm. And I think being a nine-member group for so long, and still actually, and actually like, liking
0: each other still at this point, especially with the way that your schedule's working and everything, it's kind of crazy and having like foreign members i think is right. really interesting right she ain't even but okay i do want to say one thing have sure. y'all heard about the white pelvis trend in korea oh it's like a new beauty trend it's really it's really because they don't want to admit that they like big butts so they say oh she has a wide pelvis i love that and you can see it when girls are like now wearing those pants that make their pelvis look really big i'm like okay that was a it's like a weird way to describe liking big butts but all right yeah i don't know uh, I just, <laughs> I just brought that up because one of the girls had on the white pelvis pants. There's actual yeah. like pants to accentuate yeah. it.
1: I know. Like the first time I heard the song, I was like, "This song makes me very happy."
0: Me too. I don't know. And I doesn't... like the music video too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like too that it's like a love song that's not inherently, you know, romantic.
0: Yep. It's like friendship. It's like the power of friendship.
1: Right.
0: You can imagine are Naruto and Sasuke friends?
1: I mean, everybody knows that they're really like married secretly, but they. they oh,
0: because have- I, I didn't know if they were enemies or friends in the show. So I'm like, oh, it's like Naruto and Sasuke, but I literally do not know their dynamic. <laughs> Sasuke,
1: <laughs> Sasuke left and Naruto spent the whole two fucking shows trying to get him and bring him back.
0: I'm deceased. That's literally like their <laughs> dynamic. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Naruto and Sasuke, I've been watching so much RDC World lately. And oh so I'm God. trying to understand some of the inside jokes. Like They they always say that one of the members is like Piccolo because he's a deadbeat dad. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so now I just think that Piccolo's a deadbeat dad. <laughs> no, like, no, like, no, no, no. Goku's the, the deadbeat dad. Piccolo actually raised
1: Gohan. So he's the one. Oh, who, he's, 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 he's the the not father the stepfather. He's the
0: father. Exactly. I exactly. was <laughs> exactly. No, thinking the same thing if you watch
1: anime house one of my favorite scenes is when Sakura comes in and like Sasuke's outside talking to some girl on the phone and as soon as she comes in he throws the phone out and he he goes back to being (laughs) emo really Sasuke Mm -hmm. (laughs) and when they're inside the house (laughs) and I can't remember who looked at her and was like Sakura Sasuke don't want you and then they went through this whole spiel about how like he spent his he was like during your anniversary he was out with my man she met like it was Hanada so that's um Naruto's wife she's like yeah they were together at the mall for your anniversary
0: yeah Naruto having a wife is wild to me oh by the way y'all we're listening to Jackpot by Vanner it's already (laughs) a little bit dated to be honest but I see that they've hopped on the yeehaw agenda so I kinda like this yeah of course you would it's from your generation (laughs)
1: You know, I'm not a boomer, but I guess I'm the new boomer because I'm a, a millennial burned in the 80s. And I
0: like what I like. Yeah. It's very <laughs> infinite. I mean, not infinite. What's that group? Vix. It's actually
1: kind of super junior.
2: Yeah, like, that's what I was super thinking. Super
0: junior,
1: more so like in the middle of their career around like the enlistment era, like devil era. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of reminds me of.
0: I pay negative attention to super junior so would not even put that together <laughs> do y'all think we're gonna start getting country k-pop songs we have country k-pop music in the past you but yeah okay. probably because
1: i mean a lot of them went tried to do some like you know k-pop version of renaissance so i definitely think we're gonna get country because beyonce you know when beyonce steps on something when beyonce does like,
0: something everybody's gonna do everybody does
1: yeah. it Speaking of RDC, oh, Mark oh just put out God. a video with Draymond that was so funny.
0: What? <laughs> Mark has a video with Draymond? Yeah,
1: and they did it for like, it's like an official ad for something where he's like Bro, a you stunt have got devil. to send that. He's a stunt devil for Draymond. And it's really funny because Draymond looks like him and then they pan out
0: and Mark is like two feet shorter than Draymond. <laughs> so it's like You've so- got to send that. How can you even bear to mention that and not put it in the chat? <laughs> Oh, it's
1: I've got ID, to though. see this. Let me. I don't know. If, on oh, you know what? Here, let me. I'll put it up on Instagram because I did share it. I thought it was so funny. I
0: Honestly, really I love like NBA this- crossovers with like not just K-pop, but like with any sort of like Asian entertainment. Because for some reason, like a lot of like Japanese actors really like like the Golden State Warriors and stuff like oh, that. Oh, they! Love I don't them. know. Yeah. It's just a really good crossover for me. Yeah, but
1: I did like Jackpot by Banner, guys. I mean, I did like it. So
0: just throwing that out there. Uh <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, Ash, why didn't you tell... Ta- n- never mind. Ash can't speak on this. I'll say this. The members of TAN, yeah. Tam, yeah. listen, I've seen some of their visuals recently. That's Those are men, okay? <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. Very, very beautiful people. Okay, I
1: put it in Hangouts. Okay, so this is X-I-N or I I don't know. But this is like a pre-debut song for my idol. It's a song called My Idol, but um,
3: yeah.
0: They very... Aw, oh, it's their like trainee story.
1: Yeah, which I think is perfect so. for a pre-debut song. You know what I mean? Like yeah. showing how you got there. Kind of introducing everybody to them.
0: That's actually a good idea. Yeah. Black pink in your area? Is that okay. a white woman? Wait, is that a- Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that is 100% a Ukrainian woman of color. Did you signal
1: that the latest Miss Japanese Japan or yeah. something like that yeah. is <laughs> a Ukrainian lady? Yes, I did see that. And then all the people, they, they did these street interviews and they're all like, we're so, you know, I'm okay with it. I think she's pretty. And then, but a couple years ago, th- when they're asking me about like half black, half Japanese people, you know, representing Japan, it was a problem.
0: Listen, what can you expect
2: from Oh me? boy.
0: That is, that is the most Caucasian woman in K-pop. And the fact Her that she's rap rapping style. feels somehow more racist then probably would it <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean Like it feels- I think it's also because of the style of rap oh sh- this is also she's also women. white she's also yeah. white by the way
1: uh but I feel like the way she was rapping too was like this black this like k-pop parody was, was weird like yes. why would she rap like that
0: mhm why I, I would- wonder where the keep k-pop Korean girlies are for this group I'm gonna look them up on K-pop profile because you know they all hold them everybody down. Hey, whoever runs K-pop profiles needs a raise. Yeah, they know, literally have groups that ha- that will debut in ten years on there. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> <getting> their info. <laughs> their energy is like, go girl, give us nothing. But you know what? We're being too hard on them. They are new goo. Right. They are clearly from like a D tier company. We probably should be nicer. Okay, so they got a Russian. That's the of course.
1: Nova.
0: And they yeah. got a. Hold on, let's see.
1: Arya. Oh, she's from India.
0: I thought so. She looked, Yeah. Like. Well then, I like mean. Northern India, though. Okay.
2: Women yeah. of color. That's
0: all that matters. <laughs>
2: i feel like we're seeing more of that because k-pop is so big in india i'm not really surprised the crazy thing is i don't i think that
0: i don't know i don't know they don't have the money they don't have the 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 charisma okay okay it's not that they don't have the charisma they don't have the what's the word i'm looking for the aura like effort aura thank you Aura. (laughs) Now this is a man with aura, but for some reason it all disappears the moment he opens his mouth to sing. So I'm very curious to see what this music video is going to be. So there were everybody's been talking about it. There were it, Yeah. Please pull up the other one.
1: Oh, I thought I had. Let me go at that again. Bye.
0: Well, because everybody has been talking about this album but nobody has been buying it. It's giving Nicki Minaj. <laughs>
2: Where am I? Poor child.
0: Where am I, baby? You're in New York. Listen, Chanu You're such a baddie (laughs) Just be cute Did y'all know his name is actually Itomin?
1: No I did not know that Mm
0: -hmm. Like why did he choose a name so different From his real name?
1: But you see He sings with emotion
0: So I would love to see The receipts of the emotion You don't feel I kind of feel him to be honest Okay, let me pay a little bit more attention. I've just been looking at his face. Maybe I need to...
3: It's... Oh, <gasps> to do that. He's crying.
0: What you
2: crying for? What <laughs> time like you guys are treating him like a little puppy dog? Because
0: he kind of is, you know? He hangs out with the other 97 line. And to me, in my brain... Everybody in '97 line is varying levels of chaotic, but they're Absolutely. all kind of harmless, you know?
1: Yeah, they they feel too much. I think there's something about people being born in '97. In
0: 1997.
1: What what does what? that make them? Are they like ox?
0: I don't know. It's hmm. a good question. Okay, this is a little gem- Oh, he, look, he got the brand deal in there—the Calvin Klein. Hoop. Him, you know what? Him and his boy Jungkook both have Calvin Klein brand deals, right? Yeah, very interesting. Yes, they are. They are the ox. Okay,
1: a Heart, very emotional people? animal, I presume. I feel like
0: I feel him out more in the verses than the chorus.
2: Mm-hmm. this is torture
0: I just want to know who I would love to interview him because he's so he's such an enigma to me you know what I mean like when everybody was obsessed with Kang Daniel I really understood it because he had so much aura yeah but with Chai I, knew I was like we don't really know anything about him and some people call him boring So I would like to like, just hear his perspective on his career.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Which actress do you think he's dating?
2: Wasn't he rumored to be dating like, a non-Korean actress? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like when Koreans get to a certain level, they're going to they, go, they go with Jun- white women. They're going to go with the Junki, kind of like rap. Junki, Ki Yeah.
0: I see that because, but it's crazy to me because it's like, Junki seems extremely happy, but Korea really has mixed feelings on that. Right. But that's a good point. Like we did have, he did have that scandal where people thought he was on a date with a white woman in LA. <laughs> and they
1: didn't like and I was it, like
0: it. I was like, he does give the vibes of I would date a basic white woman because everybody in '97 line gives that vibe, right? But like, I don't know about just rent, you know, going out on a, you know, what I mean? like he's like, come on now, y'all, have some.
1: Right. So this is stay.
0: Oh, it's which... picking up where the last video left. <gasps> what? He's smoking. I mean, but not indoors,
1: not inside. So just in his car. <laughs>
0: Wait, wait, is there some tea about that? Yeah, (laughs) there's a whole
1: bunch of scandals recently of people smoking inside and, like, having to apologize. Even just e-cigarettes and stuff, yeah.
0: Yeah, because
2: that's illegal. I mean,
0: don't smoke inside, though, period. But I just, I didn't think that there was a distinction between, to me, smoking is just kind of, like, a gross habit either way.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's it's against, it's illegal, right? In South Korea, to smoke indoors.
0: Smoking, yeah, because over here it's more so vaping. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, well, four minute video. The first minute is just him trying to, you know, get into the vibe. He looks kind of goofy with that. He does look
1: so goofy on the motorcycle. motorcycle. <laughs> like he's never done that in his life. It's so unnatural. He it would probably, have been better if he got picked up in a truck. Like, I think did y'all hear?
0: Be did y'all hear the story about how about how his mom had to protect him from his own handsomeness? <laughs> That There's like, so a like a viral story, story.
1: Yeah. It does
0: It sounds fake as hell but the, apparently his mom Like tried to keep him humble Because he was so beautiful that like the world Couldn't handle him and she didn't want him To get a crazy ego so she used to be like She used to neg him and stuff and like You know make him work for stuff And I'm oh, like the Grand oh Canyon, so right? just Had him be a normal human I right. don't know see Nat you know more about The United States than I do Well I've been to the Grand Canyon So that's why I was yeah. like it looks like it just, You're such uh, an America boo. White girl. Hey. <laughs> you look so like girl. Right. She looks kinda like the Z- Novak. I miss her in Secret Life American Teenager. Doesn't this chick kind of look like Zindale? I kinda like the song a lot. Well,
1: I mean I prefer it to the other one for sure, but
0: so who so far who has the better release from 97 live? A
2: newer Jungle. Um. Oh.
0: Considering mm-hmm. Ash hated Jungkook, for her to say that is kind of messed up.
2: When you at four-a-minute slow songs, you're dead to me.
0: Yeah, I remember, yeah. Ash don't like them slow songs, so that makes sense. Now that I think about it, Cicely Novak is the Korean beauty standard, so, like, I don't know why people were freaking out about this being a white woman. <laughs> to Korean, I don't know she's either. she's barely white, you know? Yeah. I don't get it either.
1: This is given, like easy listening radio song like it's it's very it's very much something that would play on like in a grocery store or something you know what i mean
0: in the taxi i thought that was his own car oh that's rude that he was smoking in a taxi cab so that's not your car Mm -hmm. i don't know y'all i
2: kind of i kind of see it for them (laughs) too am i weird no i mean with the heart ones with the heart ones,
0: right their visuals kind of match a little bit i don't know i'm kind of feeling it though i will say she was my least favorite character on that show she was kind of like annoying she's like that stereotypical like emo you know i've never seen an episode of that show before so i will trust you on that Wow, I can't believe an America boo has never seen Secret Life of an American teenager. That's crazy.
2: Ooh, age-respected. <laughs> um, we can't watch it. No, you, oh, yeah.
1: oh. it's it's just, we have to watch it on YouTube. So, I guess... Um, okay, well, we
0: won't be watching it. Yeah. Next.
1: Next is DK. Icon's
0: DK. I don't know if that's a subunit or just oh. one dude. Ruben. I thought it was Seventeen's DK. No, DK is is one guy. Oh. Okay. Doki, Doki, is it... Oh, Dongkyo. Why is it DK? Oh, because his last name is Kim.
3: This Robert actually feels like boy. the
1: first time I've actually seen like a Korean club like club scene on a in an MV that felt like an actual club.
0: Well, this like, is a YG former YG artist, of course. Of course, right? <laughs> They're cool. They go to clubs.
2: I have to say that the Korean clubs I went to were not nearly that. Cool inside. It wasn't
0: jumping like this. No. Did he say my shoddy? My little shoddy.
2: Yeah. I mean, he showed it. Listen, this they time gotta is be of giving
0: I know like the instrumental like... serving <laughs> Right. <laughs> I just had the dumbest thought if chris brown is the the deadbeat dad he's the stepfather that stepped up <laughs> <The stand-up.
3: laughs>
0: why is he giving like mino and g-dragon in the same person like a combination
1: right yeah yeah well i mean
0: you know i that's... guess they are the same person too right
1: g-drag, like, G-Drag is a template at yg so
0: yeah Listen. I mean, this, this instrumental is, is so R and B. Yeah, it's like that, like mid two thousands, late two thousands kind of vibe. Right. Kind of like it. And he wearing skinny jeans. Yeah. He 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 taking us back. The girls dancing for no reason in the organized fashion in the middle of a club in Seoul. Yeah. <laughs> He's taking They're
1: like, us back. oh, we look the same. Let's dance. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that be saying the funniest stuff for no reason. (laughs) Listen, if his vocal was just slightly better, this song might be going on the playlist. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, but I kind of like that his voice is not like super perfect. I kind of like how soft it is, though. Like, i think it's the softness that's taking me out a little bit i need uh, like a little bit more like punchiness mm. who could do it though i don't i can't think of anybody who could pull that off right now Look at what him. is she wearing yeah. she ain't not wearing no clothes but <laughs> <laughs> she, she this, listen i don't girl i do not blame you it is too hot out here to be wearing clothes even though this is probably december that <laughs>
2: was age restricted, and this one is like a okay,
0: hmm. That's a yeah, because I feel like Idol doesn't tend to make videos that are Robert. You might have to collab with him, right? See a little butt cheek, yeah. He's okay. like, I'm, I'm grown. <laughs> Listen, I kind of i kind of liked it too i i kind of liked how it didn't feel like icon you know what i mean because too many people were staying own only is that the teaser i guess for the album maybe hey we okay. might have to do the album review okay and lastly we have the, the
1: wind, wind with with high teen high teen. i think they're a new group
0: I'm saying why, it seems like there's this stereotype that like, if you have like a certain type of accent, you are automatically a scientist. Right. I think too a lot of like the study
1: of like psychiatry and stuff like that started in like Germany, France, you know, those that kind of region. Well, we
0: don't want to talk about how psychiatry and I mean, the yeah, we don't really want to
1: discuss the roots of themselves. <laughs> got off
0: the, but yeah. Yeah, the
1: whole idea of like enlightenment, the development of scientific thoughts and stuff, you know, people kind of tie it to people's accents.
0: I'm a terrible person. Do y'all want to know why? Sure. If this was NCT Wish, I would be given all kind of excuses as to why this is a really good song. <laughs> 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 but as it stands, it just feels like, you know, th- this is not bad. It's very refreshing, the concept. All of these 15-year-olds definitely need to be in somebody's school somewhere, though. Because, like, the- the- yes, we are high teen. Like, that's a little bit...
2: Here come the school uniforms. What'd you say, Ash? I say here come the school uniforms.
0: Also, though, I think though, like... If if I had been none the wiser, I would have thought this was a J-pop group. I don't know why. It's like, kind of, of the styling doesn't seem very Korean to me.
2: Yeah, like the hairstyles seem kind of... Right. For them to be what I'm
0: assuming is Nubu, this is very high production value. Well, let me see what company they're from. Cause that could probably be why. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how Nat even discovered this. Cause I've like, literally have never heard of... They just came out on like, like the... On debut Opona. Or something. Yeah.
1: So they're with With Us Entertainment. I don't know who With Us is.
0: With Us. It doesn't really give K-pop to me for some reason.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. I don't know. Maybe. So don't know.
1: So Around Us Entertainment is like the South Korean group company that was founded by Beast. Um, and then they created a subsidiary called With Us Entertainment in order to develop a new rookie group. And...
0: So this is like beast. This is beast group, I guess. Hmm. Oh, they already had a member leave. That's kind of crazy,
1: right? That's
0: interesting. Well, I mean, I I'll say this. I have, I am more open to. I think you know. Years ago, we got we definitely got blasted for saying, "Oh yeah, golden child is for them kids." So I I do have an yeah. open mind. It's definitely very for you know very youthful. It's refreshing that they are not just, I guess, doing what all the other boy groups are doing right now. But you know, it's it's definitely a specific kind of demographic, demographic. as it should be because, like these these are kids. So yeah, the song is called High Teen, so I feel like it's very
1: appropriate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah,
0: it's and it's not annoying like chewing gum. I like I wouldn't. This feels like a little bit more like an anime opening. Yeah. Annoying. Yeah, I agree. I actually do agree with that as well.
1: Ash, what did you think?
2: (laughs) I mean, considering, like, these are all kids, it wasn't bad. I mean, it's age-appropriate. That's about all I could say about it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Ah, wonderful. Okay, so we're going to get into the topics. And I'm just going to do a really quick sort of fire round, you know, round. Yeah, fire round, basically. Anyways, so... I like the title of the topic on Omona where it said, hide your kids. Rain's about to produce another boy group. But that's basically what's happening. Rain,
3: it's just like.
0: (laughs) Wait, I know. Okay, I want you to tell a story, but I have to say this. Sure. I did not realize Rain has such a bad track record with producing groups until people made a big deal out of this. But go ahead. Tell the story.
1: So we know that through Jt J Tune Camp, they created M Black, and M Black was a great group, very good vocals, R and B, grown men vibe. But he really dropped the ball on them, and then he introduced Cipher under his Rain agency. But the group failed to gain traction, and four of the seven members left last year after their two years. And basically, of the three remaining members, one of them participated in an audition program and is now active in another group. And this is after, two Rain was at, like, he was at KCON last year or the year before, something like that. And everyone's like, why are you here? Nobody wants, like, you're, like, Rain, you're not an active artist. You have a group. Why are they not here instead? Which I thought was a fair question to ask. But, you know, obviously, it's also who KCON wants to have there, you know? So, whatever but so that's actually something that's happening good news p1 harmony have gotten their first win which like it's kind of crazy because p1 harmony debuted in 2020 so they're a four-year group but they won their very first music show today like they're very first music show award and it was through Music Bank. So it's actually not like, you know, there's like a hierarchy for the like music shows. Music Bank is actually a top one. So good for them. I'm happy. I'm sure there were tears. I didn't actually watch the like the acceptance or anything like that yet. But I think that shows that perseverance does or can pay off. Doesn't all the time, guys. But good for them. Uh, And then There have been talks about how rookie groups for fifth gen, as we know them, are you know beckoning casual casual listeners because girl groups are usually what casual listeners will listen to. Boy groups tend to do well in terms of album sales, but in terms of like their actual singles, they if they chart at all, they fall right out of the (laughs) any any of these rankings outside of Billboard i guess but you know though that's a concerted that's that's an effort that the fandom does and after like that first first and second week they're really like in the 200s by that point anyway so i guess it really doesn't count uh but tws and risey is it rise so it's rise sorry have changed the game in k-pop industry beckoning the general public with their easy listening songs This article says that unlike their predecessors, who mostly put out very powerful songs, I mean, think about like Stray Kids, AT's, you know, NCT, which, you know, do they do make very polarizing music that mostly their fans like, but the general public were not huge fans of in comparison to groups like TWS and Rise that have a little bit more, you know, radio friendly music. It it makes sense, in my opinion.
0: But, I mean, but do you guys I, have any okay. on that? Yeah. It makes sense, but I guess, like, there also has to be some controlling for, like, because ri- what's wild to me is how quickly rise blew up. Like, they yeah. are everywhere, and everybody's talking about them. Like, you go on, like, all of the Korean, like, entertainment websites or whatever they're talking about them nonstop. like they love rise and you can say that's big three privilege i don't think that's the case i think that people just like rise because it's not nct basically but i i the songs i've heard i guess you consider it you can consider it easy listening but it's not necessarily like the best song. like you know what i mean like T, txt makes easy listening music That's a group that you can really say all of their music is very straightforward. Very radio
1: friendly. Very
0: radio friendly. I I think people are just kind of like starting to swing. The pendulum is starting to swing. I don't really Mm. think it's like, oh, something special about these two groups. I think the pendulum is starting to swing. And I also think there's something to be said for visuals are changing and what people value and visuals are changing. And if you look at Rise, that is a very visually distinct group. Like that's the first thing I noticed Mm. about them they don't really match what has traditionally been. And I know we've been talking about visuals a lot lately, but it, it's actually true. Like I do think there's a it plays a huge role and they they I, I remember reading like there's this like article, where they had like took all these pictures of NCT Wish and everybody was commenting on Riku because they're like, oh my god, his look is like he's so beautiful. His look is in on trend in Korea right now. Like, like that's the look that's in style. So I do think it has something to do with like visuals combined with like a natural pendulum swing. I don't really think these. Not nothing against Rise and TWS, but like, I don't know what makes the Get a Guitar song like more easy listening than literally any song txt has put out since debut also are we forgetting about siren what was easy listening about that interesting sorry I'm, I'm 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 getting a little bit meta here because i think i don't have a problem at all with rise and i've only i think i've only heard one tws song and also tws is hella young so like that's also a, another thing whereas rise is more catered towards like adult ears but, like, I, I just think it's interesting to me that that's the justification when if you really look at it, that kind of doesn't make sense. Sorry. Continue. Okay.
2: Oh. Ash, do you have any thoughts on that as well? I don't really follow, like, Rise or, like, really any of the fifth gen boy groups, really. So it's kind of news to me that they're catching on so much, especially Rise, because I feel like I haven't really seen much of them but then i don't really you know i don't really spend time in those corners so i mean that's interesting that like that that's starting to become a thing where like they're gaining more momentum with casual listeners so yeah yeah
1: all right so la lisa (laughs) is making her acting debut and this follows her establishing her own agency loud with two L's and she'll start in the third season of the acclaimed series from HBO called the white lotus which is going to be set in Thailand we don't know anything about it so far so I mean you know but it does have a lot of like big names attached to it so I'm interested to see if it's going to be sort of similar to jenny's role in the idol or (laughs) if it's gonna be something different from that
0: i've it that's it's wild to me to hear that lisa is going to be attached to to a brand that's so prestigious like white lotus literally has like like emmy level like reputation Mm so it, it that, like i watched the first season of white lotus it was pretty good and you can definitely tell why it's like so acclaimed because it has that type of you know that that really pretentious kind of vibe right,
3: right
1: right it
0: has that that so it is very shocking especially since i believe every time they do they've only had two seasons so far but Whenever they go somewhere, it's never about the locals. So when they went to Hawaii, it wasn't about Hawaii. When they went to Italy, it wasn't about, I think it was Italy. It wasn't about Italy or Greece, one of those same place. But going to Thailand, it would be interesting if they did try to incorporate the Thai kind of element more. But I think it's going to be still, you know, Western people in this country flaunting their wealth and taking advantage of the working class.
2: And that makes uh, me interested to see, like, what kind of role she's actually going to have. I feel like sh- with, like, Lisa's dancing background, I don't know. I feel like I could see her be that being incorporated in some way. I don't know. But that's just a thought.
3: Okay.
1: Well, I mean, we'll see. I don't know when this actually is going to air, because it seems like there's still... oh they're starting production this month so it might come out like at the end of this year maybe early next year by the time everything is set so we'll we'll definitely keep you guys um i guess informed of what comes next so also fnc to debut new korean rock band for the first time in 10 years and they're gonna debut in the first half of 2025 so yeah next year (laughs) But this is definitely like this is the company to do it because they had FT Island, CM Blue, and N Flyin', So it's it's definitely the place for a rock, K-pop rock band, I guess. I'm surprised it's been 10 years though. That's crazy. Monsa's ex Shonu made his New York Fashion Week runway debut. And basically he had his titties all out, you know, the whole weekend while he practiced, and you know, when he made his debut. And I mean, good for him. Uh, I'm not sure what was, I'm not sure. I can't remember who he was walking for. Um, Oh, the concept Korea shows an ambassador. So, okay. But I mean, he looked model-esque.
0: And we don't, when's the last time a Korean idol has walked a show? Was it last year? What do you mean? I feel like it happened at least five times in the past two weeks. Really? Oh, maybe okay, I just don't be paying attention. I feel like there's just, um, <laughs> that's why I was like, I, said, I think I said earlier something about it, too, because it just feels like well, we just it, you're soul. clouded up.
2: Yeah, we also just had Soul Fashion Week, so I'm sure there's a lot of that going on mm-hmm. there, too.
1: Okay, I don't be paying attention to those things. Sorry.
0: <laughs> no, you shouldn't.
1: Yeah. Oh well. Anyways, yeah, those were like more of just like the really quick topics that, you know, whatever. So we'll get into the you know, more I <laughs> oh, sorry, I just saw that the one about the poop and I'm just it just made me laugh. Anyways, that's coming up.
2: But Ash,
1: would you like to introduce the next topic?
2: Alright. So Zero Base One member Kim ji Wong was recently received some backlash with fans for allegedly being disrespectful on a fan call and he and his company denied it. Fans and netizens were seeing protest trucks. Well, apparently the company did a little investigation and the Korea Forensic Science Service were able to conclude that he wasn't the one who swore. So apparently they used audio from the video clip and CCTV footage from the event. They analyzed three parts of the audio from the three second video. And basically they did a lot of forensic science stuff. But basically they concluded that it was impossible to confirm whether Kim Ji-Wong was the person behind the voice that actually cursed and said she ball, which is like Korean word, very Korean curse word. And yeah, it and the conclusion is that somebody else was the one he swore on the fan call. So since it wasn't possible apparently to see him on CCTV, the staff member that was present also testifies in his favor. And yeah, I the thing that really gets me here is that they had the Korea Forensic Science Service actually like go into this and like analyze the different parts of this to conclude that he actually was the one he swore. Um I'm kinda surprised since I feel like I have heard like other idols swear in different contexts. So I just I mean, maybe it was the fact that he said it on a fan call. So people were, or people thought that he said it on a fan call. So that was, you know, where most of the backlash was coming from. But it's just, it's very, that was a lot of effort to determine that, well, you know, we can't determine who actually said it. So (laughs) you're in the clear. I don't know. I
0: do feel like this is a little bit ridiculous because I don't like when I first saw the video. First, I barely heard it, and secondly, when I did hear it, my first thought was like, "Okay, so is the problem that people think that he was cursing out the fan or cur- cussing because he didn't want to like because you know he 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 hated interacting with the fan so much that he had to like curse after or whatever?" And I'm just like. I didn't really know why, you know, so I was just like, okay, you know, and then to do all this work, to figure out the answer. (laughs) Forensic science, right? Y'all could be solving (laughs) literal world hunger with this level of detail that you're putting into this. And yet you're hiring forensic sciences to dissect the video when at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're either going to believe you said it or you're not. And... Or you're gonna believe whatever you believe about it, and it's just one of those things where you'll never know. The only people who actually would know is him. And he's never gonna admit to it if he did do it. And even if he did do it, like I say, you don't know why. So it's just like, I don't know, it's just dumb. The whole thing is like I was out here saying the N-word and y'all mad because this man
2: <laughs> said fuck. A curse word. Basically. Like Right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of, so I know, right? <laughs> Great transition. So Hyalyn was recently under fire after she posted a video on Instagram stories of herself singing along to a song. I haven't watched the video myself, but it's Say So. Okay, it is Say So. And she sang the N-word with her whole chest. And people were, you know, of course, in Black History Month at that, were very taken aback by that and upset. So she did release an apology for it soon after. She did say that she was regretful and, you know, heartbroken to have hurt so many people. And let's see. And she also said that she thanks everyone for keeping her accountable for her actions and she was sorry to have hurt so many people by her ignorance, and she hopes that you will be there in her journey to educate herself more on cultures beyond my own, to grow not only as an artist, but a person. Well, um, I'm not
0: laughing at that. I'm laughing at the 50-part TikTok. I feel like a lot of people... Okay,
2: first,
0: let's let let's just establish a couple things. Hyalyn is 33. Hilden is works very frequently with people who are not Korean, people who are black, people from who are from America. Hyorin speaks some level of English. So all of the excuses that I've seen for this woman have been along those lines. And so just to first dispel all those things, right? Secondly, I saw the apology too. Like I read it and everything when it first, when the stuff had dropped and it's not a good apology because it's it's one of those, like when I first, I actually saw the apology before I saw the scandal. So I was like, what is she apologizing for? The fact that I had to ask that tells you it's not a good apology. Yeah. And then, and in addition to all that, like there's this new wave of discourse. And I don't know if it's because we're becoming the society's becoming more radical. Like, I don't really know what it is. Because it for a period of time, I feel like it was just understood and accepted that you just, if you're not Black, you don't say the N-word. I mean, and obviously there's a lot of, like, conversations within the Black community about it, but that stays within the Black community. That's not for everybody else to chime in on. It's not your decision, right? But for, you know, other people, you know, having this conversation, I've noticed a trend towards people saying, Well, black people explain to me why it shouldn't be okay in a song. Like expecting black people to do the work of explaining to you, like if you say it and it's a part of a song, like you you know, the people can't mean any harm by that. But I think that logic is so faulty to me because it's like, I think. Also, I should I should say another thing I want to add to this before I get into that is I'll say there's also been recently another person who said the word except for. They like didn't try to claim they didn't know what it meant. There's this actor, a Thai actor named Billy. He said it in a rap song, and he said, "Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I knew I shouldn't have said it, but I just got too excited." Oh, that's like Giselle when she did that scissor song, and she said she got caught up. <laughs> yeah. So you. So it, it's just one of those. You at that point, you're not even denying that like you know you knew that you should not have said it. and you're like oh no i just was the energy it was just flowing through me i just felt the african-american en- energy the n-word <laughs> energy right like, like what is, <laughs> is that what is I that i just felt so black in that moment that i just had to say the word you know so i uh, so i'm adding that in because i i want to say that the idols know like they literally know like that they don't say it they they know that that's not something you say and you can talk yourself blue about you know why saying it in a song is different it still don't change the fact that people don't like it when you say it if you are not black people are not going to react to you positively those arguments are so disingenuous to me because you're not really saying anything and the fact that it's becoming more and more accepted and common for people to say things like Well, Black people, explain to me, give me a reason why I shouldn't use a slur against your people. Like, so that's an insane thing to say. That's literally insane. It's just, to me, the mental hoops that you're jumping through, you wouldn't try to do the same thing if it was against the people that you put on a pedestal.
1: I agree. Also, I just don't think it's that hard not to say the word. I personally don't say the word. I really do. If I
0: can do it, then I'm sure you guys can, so do, you can too. do it. I can <laughs> do way more music. Listen, half of my playlist is SZA. Do you right. know how easy it could it could be for me to just say it every single time? Especially since I am black. Like I right. can literally say it anytime. Right. I just don't. Like it's kinda like programmed in me. Right. There's even certain like times where, like, oh uh, here's another good example. If you're in front of your parents, you're not gonna cuss. Right. Well, so if you listen to a song in front of your parents, you're not gonna repeat that cuss word. At least in I feel like a lot of black cultures, that's the situation. So if like right. you can censor yourself for everything else, this you can't do it for this one time. You just want to say it at that point. You do want to say it at that point. And if you that- want to say it that bad, here's what I say. Here's what I say to people who want to say it that bad. The consequences. The consequences. Right. You can right. you can't expect that you're just gonna say it and have no consequences. Listen, sometimes a punch in the face is really deserved. And I'm not saying that I advocate
1: for violence. I'm just saying that sometimes people only learn with a punch in the face. Community taught me that, okay? And so, (laughs) because the thing is, y'all want to be brave. People want to be brave, but take your ass down to a predominantly black neighborhood for the most part and see what that kind of talk will get you. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people on the internet have a lot of lip that they wouldn't have if they were face to face with people. See, this is why we keep telling you guys to touch grass because you're losing you're, you're losing receipts. You're losing your mind at this point, okay? Because you're too online. You're too, like you're too, too used to being a bad bitch online. But like them people who tried to dox Megan Fenn found out a lot of that lip online does not work in the real world, okay? Like I saw a lot of videos where people being like, "You are trying to dox a lawyer," you know how smart that is, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, or being like, "You're trying to dox me." I live in Texas, or I live in the South, where certain states had open carry. Please, please, I would like for you to say that to my face, you know. And I'm just like, and I said, I don't really think violence is the answer for everything or anything like that. I don't know. I definitely. But I definitely feel like a lot of times people have a lot more lip in on the internet than they do online, and a lot of these Southeast Asian people like to get into black business. Y'all need to stop that too, please. I'm saying y'all a lot. I think it's because I'm really, I'm really, really fed up right now. Okay, (laughs) you lot, (laughs) (laughs) because I notice, I I notice, I notice a lot of times when this. When things come up, when black people are saying it's racist, it's a lot of South Asian people from like the Philippines, Vietnam, Thailand, stuff like that, who are always in the business. Like, you're not even Korean at this point. Like, at this point, like, I, you know, I, and the thing is, I would expect it from Korean people because they have shown their asses with racism a lot. But like, Korean people don't even like you. That's the thing that kills me.
0: Korean I people said, don't like you. I have like no you. comment like, on that. I'm gonna say, say this.
1: well i'm just gonna finish and say like i will say i will say
0: say that they do use filipino as a as a as an insult like yeah i've seen them say
1: this person looks southeast asian as an insult and i don't agree with that obviously because that's that's
0: crazy racist obviously so i'm just like that's why i just don't, don't understand never, i, I, th- I think i get what you're saying that you, you're yeah. kind of saying the like the the similar line of it's like being uncle ruckus right like you will never yeah, shoot like, shooting for donald trump because donald trump is a racist
1: it's it's really crazy to me okay here's the thing if you don't understand it or if you don't, you truly do not understand it. Google exists. Google is free, and like at this point, we know you're using it because you're
3: because mm-hmm. you, 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 you just be gave us an apology
0: influence. The English. Yeah, but also right. you want to know what, I, and then also like you say. I hate when people go you're sudden. these people are. They, they're saying like these idols are suddenly ignorant when it right. comes to using the n-word but you know every word of the song you right. know how to copy Doja Cat you know how to copy Megan Thee Stallion you know how to put on your black scent Lisa and sound like Nicki Minaj you know you know you know all of these things but you conveniently don't know the one thing you can't do that's crazy and also another thing that really irritates me about that is I feel like there's also this argument of, like, do you know all of the, like, K-pop lyrics that you're singing? You're probably singing some bad stuff, too. And it's like, number one is K-pop. No, you're not. Like, like, the reality of it is, is K-pop is... is, There's a reason why K-pop idols are called idols, because in Korea, they're supposed to be role models. So a lot of their music is not going to, like, have cuss words in it in general. Right. That's just as a rule, right? Right. And then secondly, they're... You are talking about a fundamentally different dynamic as well. You're talking about a minority group in the United... Well, in the West, largely, Mm -hmm. making music. I mean, don't get me wrong. You definitely have, like, some people in Africa using the N-word in their their music. But when you're talking about hip-hop, you were talking about a minority group in the West using a word versus in Korea.
1: And, I mean, lastly, just to sort of, like... Because I feel like we have this conversation, like, every year because, you know, as global as... Yeah, as as globals K-pop claims to be, they still do this for some weird you reason. To tell like, me I all your
0: idols posted black squares, but somehow Hyolyn was like the one idol that didn't see, see all of that. Yeah, <laughs> like and, a and a idol. Thing,
1: That's the thing that really like kind of like at this point I'm just like really tired of this whole topic, to be honest. But like yeah. one of the things that kind of killed me about this whole situation is that it was Hyolyn, like who, you know has so many connections with people in the West, black people, white people, whatever, and actually should know better. It's it's kind of crazy that it's like, you know, you'd expect it more from like younger groups, I think, or younger idols. You wouldn't really expect it as much from somebody who's been in the game for as long as they were. And that's why the chat GP apology that they dropped wasn't very good because it didn't actually say what she did wrong and or like name the people that she offended you know what i mean like it was just a very basic generic apology and it's like why are you even apologizing if this is a if this is what you're gonna do you know what i mean Mm-hmm. like you're just like it, it's like slapping someone in the face and then when they say something to you you're gonna spit at them like that's what it kind of felt like i don't know i was just like i mean at this point did you need to apologize i mean okay but you really should know better so like now that makes me think like okay what else are you doing because you just got caught here okay so like what yeah. else are you doing you know
0: what i mean i do agree with you though that the whole conversation is like i feel like we do need to have it in the sense of like i feel because it keeps happening i do think it's right. the, like it's worth it worthy conversation piece i just feel like there's nothing new i'm gonna i'm not gonna change my stance on it like I it's (laughs) ridiculous so like if you want to know how i feel about it every single time i'm gonna have the same exact response but i i do feel the need to like continue to at least draw attention to the fact that you shouldn't do this especially because the the trend these days is to try to excuse it more so than I feel like was acceptable in the past that'd be yeah it's it's tired
1: though so what's next yeah the political yeah the political climate is just not it's it's gonna get worse for sure yeah so what is next
2: so the next story is about an idol star called Limsa Wan She's a member of Eunice, a girl group formed from the survival show Universe Ticket. She's been in the industry since 2018, and she just turned 13 a bit over two weeks ago. And she also recently graduated from elementary school. So being an idol, of course, she has a fan site. And the fan site went to the elementary school graduation to take pictures of this young girl who is very clearly very young and graduating elementary school. And some people found that to be a bit creepy. I find it creepy that she has a fan site already or that she's barely 13 and she's in an idol group. But yeah, I mean, unfortunately, since she's been doing this since 2018, I'm sure she's probably used to it at this point. But yeah, there that is, is crazy, yeah. Creepy.
0: Before I talk about this, I would say, Nat, I'm so dumb. When you said Mark and Draymond, girl, I was thinking about Mark Lee. Oh, <laughs> I did not realize you're talking about Mark from RDC. Anyway, yeah, yeah there's nothing that I can really say about this except for it's creepy. It's ridiculous. A child should not have a fan site. I get that if you're a celebrity, you are gonna... Like, for example, I remember when Kunvajene Wallace was... Like, had first debut. Like, she had to go to events to promote her film and all that. But this is a very private moment. And this is this child's personal life. (sighs) This is why you just don't debut kids, man. Like, it's just... It's so easy to debut people over 18. Like, it's so easy.
1: Right. All those desperate
0: people trying to be in K-pop groups. Like, come on.
1: Also, I just don't understand, like isn't it like a trespassing for adults who are not like family members of these kids to be on the grounds of these elementary schools and stuff. That's that a like great just question. A North American I think thing.
0: That could be probably an American thing because I remember Jungkook actually was photo photographed at his like high school graduation, which I guess it's not the same thing as elementary school or whatever, but like it's yeah. still a school with minors. Yeah, because I don't I don't know though. I don't at the same time, a graduation, I do remember if I think back to like my I don't think we did graduations in middle school, but like my high school graduation, anybody could just kinda come up in there as long as they had a ticket. And then if you're mm-hmm. in college, I think anybody can come in there. So it's not Because yeah, adults can definitely be there because your parents, your family members, your family friends can all come to your high school graduation.
3: Yeah,
1: but like usually, like you would come together, and because like you're – if you're
0: an elementary school kid, like usually your teacher knows who your parents are. You know what I mean? So I have no clue. That's that's kind of we don't even do those type of graduations. At least where I'm from, I don't know about Ash, but yeah, Yeah, you're right. Like I don't think, I don't think. It doesn't make sense to allow random adults onto like the school grounds, school right?
1: Cuz like grounds. I've had graduations for like all of the years, like middle school, elementary school, uni, and I might actually actually mean uni graduation. So, it would be different if this is like the pictures outside the event cuz that's different cuz that usually is pretty open, I think, mm. and it doesn't and like you don't need a ticket to get in, but to the actual ceremony, you would need a ticket. So maybe that's what it is, because I think even with the high school graduation, like, you know, with yu gi oh a lot of K-pop idols who graduate from high school, they they do the whole like go outside kind of thing and they take pictures there. So maybe that's what that is about as well. And it's like anybody can kind of show up outside to take where the pictures are being taken by the family members and, and like people are meeting and talking and stuff like that. But in the ceremony, you're not allowed. And that's when you're actually in the school. Maybe that's it. But at the end of the day, this is fucking weird. I'm sorry. Like, what do you, what do you, like, okay. When you like a celebrity, there's usually stuff about them that you kind of attach to. She is 13. Like, what are you looking up to as a grown adult? That is weird. Okay,
2: what's next? So Korea is going to basically have more K-pop dance events, pop-up stores and festivals at certain areas around the country, popular travel destinations, basically trying to boost inbound travel and showcase what the country's various regions have to offer. It's basically part of a marketing strategy by the Ministry of Culture, Sports and Tourism and the Korea Tourism Organization part of the government's goal to attract 20 million inbound visitors visitors by the end of the year and they're basically going to start with the k-culture themed pop-up store it's going to be built at high kr ground probably hiker high KR. i'm not sure how it's supposed to be said but i'm just going to say high kr ground in april and it's a promotional hall at kto soul center And there's going to be K-pop random play dance events and pop-up stores in areas like Jeonju, Gyeongju, North Gyeonggi Province every other week from May to October. And there's also going to be a mega K-pop concert featuring a wide range of K-culture experience, event zones. And they're basically trying to attract more travel. They're going to try and attract foreign travelers during the low season. So they're going to have the Korea bucket list, where some 10,000 inbound travelers are going to be invited to promotions and events to fulfill their travel to-do list. They're going to be bringing in visitors from Chinese-speaking regions. Or that was something they did last year was visitors from Chinese-speaking regions showed a high participation rate with strong preferences for K-Beauty, fried chicken, and beer. And they're going to also, the government will launch this Korea Invites You storytelling campaign, inviting 34 nationals with special ties to the country for a five day journey with planned itineraries in May. And they, last May, they actually, the KTO invited Alexander and Andrea Campagna, an American couple who helped Korean travelers stuck in heavy snow in Buffalo, New York in December 2022. The couple was invited to a reunion with the Koreans they sheltered and ate with that Christmas, followed by a gastronomic tour across the country. And basically, they're just really going to put in a lot of effort with spreading K-culture and bringing in new tourists. And Well, those efforts are going to waste because I will not be
0: attending. No amount of bribery can make me attend. Very <laughs> cute for the, the girlies who love K-pop. I'm so happy for you go live your dreams i
2: mean do we feel I, like this is still something that is escalating i mean i keep i feel like i've been hearing for the past couple of years that how he's reached his peak it's reaching its peak right and i think it's gonna
0: be a minute before it's an there's another peak i think it has reached a peak
2: right. and I, sorry sorry ash I, I cut you off you didn't no no no, sure. no it's fine i was just extrapolating please go on
0: No, I I just think that it has reached its peak, and that's okay, and there's nothing, and I I also feel like just because K-pop has reached its peak doesn't mean, like, South Korea won't continue to have, like, cultural influence, and I think, I think that they're looking in the wrong, I think that, you know the problem? Is that everybody saw Japan and was like We want to do that too But like the reality of it is Is not everybody has to take up that role And it's not even just Japan It's America too Like everybody saw cultural export And thought that that was the only way It could have like a stable influence And economy over the world But as we can see with China That's not true Like it's not just cultural exports It's other things And Korea has like hella like industry That they are I feel not paying enough attention to and to the extent that they are they are like doing it's kind of messed up because it's like samsung is so heavily influential in korea for all the wrong reasons but worldwide it's considered like it's a very respected
1: industry, like, like, company. industry yeah. like
0: brand and yeah. and in korea has a very respected like software sector but for some reason it wants to invest more in the cultural sector and i don't know I, economically i think that it just doesn't right now is not the time to be investing so much in the cultural sector i think that there's other exports but if they're right. just looking for to expand cultural cultural like influence anyway then okay sure but i do think that that comes with a level of instability
1: like yeah because it's it's trends like if you're gonna do go a culture aspect yeah you're too dependent on trends there's not a lot of stability on that front
0: So, like i feel like japan could kind of overcome that because it's like i think that there's so many I think, well, number one, it helps that Japan is, like, the large, the second largest music market in the entire world, right? Like, that that really helps. But, like, I, I think that you kind of have to get your own people to invest in you first. And I'm not saying that that's not necessarily happening. Just from my own limited perspective, it does seem like the average Korean person is more willing to invest in something foreign when it comes to culture. Like, and I'm not just talking about Western. I'm talking about, like... Korean people really consume Japanese culture, like, very heavily. Um, and, and I think that that kind of creates instability when your domestic market is not invested in your culture, in your culture. Right.
1: Yeah, and they don't gatekeep either. Like, that's the one thing about Japan.
0: They gatekeep. So a lot of the stuff that you want, you got to go there and get want you know the way japan operates because i've been wanting to watch certain things i've been wanting to read certain things and like you literally can only get it in japan right right and so like I, i mean in that sense though like it
1: does sort of always mean that people have to go there to experience certain things whereas with korea like i went to the mall this this weekend for like the first time in in forever. And there are so many K-beauty stores there now. So, like, why would I need to go to Korea to get K-beauty when I can just get it at the mall, at Aene Center?
0: You know what I mean? I also think Uh that with the rise of TikTok K-beauty, the influence of K-beauty is going to decrease. It hasn't yet. Mm -hmm. But I do think that people are starting to, like, I remember even just, like, a couple years ago, people were already starting the trend of, like, debunking. Because there was, like, this, like, 10-step K-beauty thing. And people have right. already started debunking that. Like, if you go to the popular skincare reddit and all that, people, are like, do not follow that. It's just trying yeah. to get you to buy more products that, are one, are not going to work for you. And two, to the extent that they do, they're just going to make you look like a ghost.
1: Yeah, and it, they irritate the skin, and, like, yeah. I mean, and the thing is, it's, like, for a lot of those things, too, like, people of color are not going to be able to use them. Like, they don't have cushion, CC cushion powders in your color. You know what I mean? So it's really just made for a specific type of market, which is, you know, fair. You're made for Koreans. You know, Koreans act like they were born with lily white skin. So, hey, that's what you're going to make your market for. Yeah, no, I I agree 100%. Like, I don't think that like, culture is the way to go. I think, honestly, there's so many... Or if it is culture, it's not something like K-pop and K-dramas. Those go... Those, uh, you know, come and go with trends. Like, I already feel like the trend for K-dramas are decreasing anyways at this point. So, like... Yeah. And, and with K-pop, it is also, like, the the West has lost interest for the most part. Like, yeah, they, they can tour, but you're not seeing them at word shows or anything like that anymore
0: in the same manner, right? So. And to the extent that you are, like, you got to look at the reactions, too. Like, yeah. honestly, the reactions are damn near never positive. When, when, and, and and that's unfortunate because I do think there's, like, a lot of good cop K-pop music. Right. But part of the problem, too, is, like, even though there is good K-pop music, I think, as you can see, like, on our show, I do think that what gets popular is the stuff that's, like, not really, it's very reductive. Or right. if, and, and if it's not reductive, it's too experimental. Like it's like straight kids, right? And I don't right. think the West really vibes with either of those things. And neither does like even in Japan, like, which is arguably like the second strongest, like K-pop, like like outside of Korea, it's like the sec I think I think of Japan as being one of the stronger like places for a Korean artist to go and like to right. the K-pop right. And even there, you definitely see like more of a bias towards like like a, away from whatever the trend is. It, there's a reason why like Japanese singles even sound a little different from Korean singles. Yeah, like from the same usually one, they're right? better. Usually they're better. I, this, this is what I'm <laughs> So, yeah, I think, yeah, all I'm trying to say is, like, I think that there's a lot of excellent culture in every culture. I right. Think that if you're trying to export your culture, you got to think about how you're packaging it. Because right. part of the reason why America was so successful with exporting its culture is, one, like, it is literally a culture made up of different cultures. So it can never get yes. old. It yes. literally can never get. You there's a reason why when you come here, you can have some of the best ramen you ever had in your life, out even even outside of Japan. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you can get you, you know, I don't know some what's like a really decidedly like you can get some really good pizza, like and you know what I mean in, in yeah. New York and Chicago. Like there there's because it's it's really like an amalgamation of everything and not only that but also america struck while the iron was hot it struck at a time where like the whole world was in disarray so we like literally this country could be like imposing its system and it's just a timing thing right it's a timing thing it's what's trendy
1: you know and i think honestly i think what would work for korea is if they they went a little bit harder on like the korean culture in terms of like temples and you know natural environments and things like that like i think that that would definitely pull more people in you know being able to wear handbooks you know especially since you know china is definitely not a place that everybody can go to or wants to go to because there are a lot more steps involved like going to the Chinese consulate, things like that, mm-hmm. in order to be able to get into China. Japan so, is
0: definitely going to be very much in question in China. <laughs>
1: right, right. So I think I think that if you are actually into Chinese culture, Korea is also a good place to go because a lot of from, you know, in terms of the temple styles and things like that, they're very similar. So like, I think that they they should lean on a little bit more of that stuff, which is timeless. You know what I mean? versus the you know whatever's trendy now like squid game or whatever you know like especially with how quickly turnover is in terms of like what is popular like in this you know tiktok era like you you can't really be relying on that trend because in you know a couple of weeks people will forget nobody's talking about nikki and megan's feud anymore and That's that was the point. everything. So, yeah. Like, it, it's just, it's just not, it doesn't make sense to me. So I think that they should definitely lean on the Koreanness of Korea and also their ties. That? I can say
2: when and this was like about 2011, 2012, when I interned at the Korean Cultural Center in DC, this was right when K pop was starting to kind of gain a foothold in the West, I feel. And, but it still wasn't seen as like, like it wasn't it was still like if you were somebody that was in the k-pop it was still kind of like why you know sort of thing mm-hmm. and i know that there were certain things that they were trying to do where they were trying to get people interested more in korean history so they would show films that were about like certain battles that happened in the korean war they took place on korean soil or they tried to show like a Like one thing that they did was they went on a morning talk show and they had like a whole layout of like a royal breakfast, Korean breakfast that like uh like the royal royalty, Korean royalty used to eat and they like had that and were like using that to promote Korean food and like so it definitely there was a period I feel like where they did try to focus more on those like innate like cultural things. But as the focus on K-pop and stuff grew and grew, because even then it was like, they started focusing on it a little bit, but it was like not in a real serious manner. It was kind of like, oh, you know, Westerners are, there's some Westerners are kind of into this silly little, you know, K-pop thing and they like this music. And this might be a way to get some foreigners in. But I think it's, it grew to such an extent that they were like, I feel like there's, a, there's kind of a feeling of, It would be crazy for us to not capitalize on that, you know, where there's just there were so many people that were into the K-dramas. And I I think that that they're just trying to kind of just take advantage of it at this point. (laughs) And I think maybe and maybe the other stuff got lost in the sauce. You know, they see how Mm -hmm. much money it's making. And it's just like, you know, if that's what people want from us, we're going to give them more of it yeah that could also
1: be it makes too. sense yeah. yeah especially since like i feel like a lot of their initiatives are not even made for like general international markets they're always very like they always seem like they're more catered to americans so maybe this is like what they think you guys want or maybe
0: like Matt, stop girl stop saying you guys it's us I have to pretend like she's not American. Kill me with that. I'm going to DC this year, so you know, getting some American in Canada. Sorry.
1: Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah. Sorry. I, I cut you completely off. It's okay. But I don't know. I just feel like I like I do understand the focus on K dramas and k-pop like i i totally understand it it's just that i just don't think it's stable enough and i i feel also too like you know when a country shows it's if if that's what they view as its best side and not it's like innate culture you know like the things that make it korean or the things that make it itself it it, like you, you feel like when you visit it as a foreigner then like you you get confused you know what i mean because you're like this is not a k drama this is not like you know what i was expecting and that's why you do hear a lot of times people having really bad experiences there because they expected one thing and they got something else so i don't know it it, it after being after going to china and japan and korea like japan is what it is if you watch any anime or any show and they be going to temples all the time that's a true you can't like sneeze without walking past a temple in in japan okay and let me tell you about that temple water i don't know what blessed it but your hands are so soft afterwards it's amazing. You know
0: what? Somebody I <laughs> this is, I love that you said that because somebody had like saw like some anime art for the no sorry saw pictures of Japan for the first time, yes. and then that like I remember this it was on Twitter and the person was like oh my god like this looks like a like an anime or something like that and somebody was like random guy discovers Japan is a real place <laughs> because like you know like in, right. in anime <laughs> Japan looks the way That's Japan okay. actually looks yeah absolutely. <laughs> absolutely like it is it is uncanny like
1: And as I said, like, they, their culture is so steep. So, like, you be walking past a uniglo and then there's, like, a temple right beside it or something, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's like, Japan is Japan, you know? Like, there's no hiding. There's no, like, this is our best side and, you know, this is what we want people to see. And obviously, like, there is some imperialistic, you know, aspects of it, you know, the relationship with the West, blah, blah, blah. Like, so I'm not saying that it's not the same because, like, it also has some of the issues that Korea has in that regard, but... Like what you see in a movie or whatever, like as long as it's like, you know, contemporary, like that's what you're going to see in Japan. Like there's no difference, right?
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And it was the same in China too, to be quite honest. Like, you know, what you see is what you get kind of thing. Let me tell you, there are a lot of places where security was real heavy. And you're like, ooh, someone could get shot today. Uh, But like, You know, it, it it was very much given what I was expecting from from China, like when I was in Beijing. In Seoul, Seoul, honestly, Seoul felt like I was back in Toronto. It just like not a very diverse one, part of Toronto. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it felt like. It very much was given staycation. And like, I, I just felt like there wasn't as much to do. Yeah. In, in Seoul. Like, Outside of going to Daiso a couple of times. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt like there wasn't much to do there. But then, you know what I ended up doing? I went to the DMZ and I ended up doing, like, a kimchi cooking class. And trying on handbooks. You know, and going to, like, the castle downtown. Like, these are things that you... Like, the cultural things that you do when you go to these countries. So, I just don't understand why they just don't push it. Like, do ramen cooking classes. You know, because you know they just voted i think shin ramen to be like the best noodle package or something like that of 2023 so if people like your food do have like cooking classes and link that back to the history of your country like in japan when we were there we did when we're in tokyo we did a sake like tasting class and it we went region by region you know what i mean drank a lot it was fun but (laughs) Mm -hmm. like i just think that there's so much more to korea you know and like if i ever do go back i would love to go back to like jeju island and like more of the country parts i would love to go back to because i don't i just don't think seoul's a place that i want to be like in for too long outside of maybe some like you know very Korean beauty stuff that you can't get anywhere else. Like, that would be the only thing I would probably get from there, especially since they closed the SM CoEx, which I thought was fantastic. Gave you the whole history of, like, K-pop at SME. And it was very informative, very well put together. I don't know why they closed it. It was amazing. Uh, But, like, or the the natural museums, those were really good places to go to. But outside of that, like, yeah, go to, they should be promoting you know environmental shit (laughs) in the countryside do some make some kimchi with some old people with your with your hands wash some clothes with your feet like do some fun things out there you know what i mean (laughs) i don't know i i just feel like as somebody who has visited a lot of these places there's just i've so much more that i wish that they focused on because these countries all have such rich history and just amazing very friendly people I've met so many friendly people in all these countries. So it's I just wish that, you know, they pushed that at the
0: humanity aspect of it
1: with the history. And
0: the Instead, culture. they want to act like Canada that's only 200 years old. We're barely that. So technically,
1: Canada that's was true. a dominion until like the 80s or something like that. So like they say like 1963 is when they, you know, whatever. But we were a dominion
0: not an I'm actual allow, realized country you gonna allow canada to be 200 it's cooler with <laughs> okay well right that was a very that's our korean culture that segment longer than i was expecting it to be sorry guys can i
1: just can i can i like introduce the next topic because yeah. i actually really like <laughs> sure so, no teen Teen Tops, Neil, claims to have not gotten any hoes in any area codes. So (laughs) he has claims that he has never dated. And this was on the Cult Wu show, which aired on the 13th. And then he said, I have zero dating experience, but I can imagine it while listening to them and, you know, with, with his singing and like the lyrics. And he's like, I also released a song about a breakup. I have no experience with a breakup, but I wrote the lyrics while imagining it. And someone laughed. Ooh, they're like, oh, "You've been imagining.
0: by people with no experience." Sorry, Sorry, right?
1: No, no. So they're like, "Have you been imagining it for six years? Like you probably live in your imagination." And he's like, basically saying, like, they were saying that idols are too busy since their training days to date, which we know are lies because we hear about trainees dating. So clearly, it's not that busy. But people are like, "You're a liar," because. He was rumored to be on vacation with a girlfriend back in 2016. And, like, obviously top media at the time, and Neil denied the rumor, saying that she was just a friend. But I don't know. I just feel like... Do you believe that? This man was born in 94. Do you believe that he has zero dating experience? He's 29. Nothing, let me tell you why. why.
3: No. Okay, okay.
0: Uh, I, listen, let me tell you why. I, <laughs> one... I, I think that it's very common it's a lot more common than people think but two, yes I actually if I'm not mistaken there was like a couple of articles that really blew up like within the past week one of them I think was about China and then the other one I think was about Japan and then in Japan it was like 30 percent of men 30 and over have never been on a date ever and I think there was one that was like like 50 percent of men 25 and older have never been on a date something like that and And like, I don't know if that's what the statistics say. That's what the statistics say, you know. And additionally, I just feel like it is a lot more common for people who were like Gen Z or late millennials. He's not Gen Z. He's more like a late millennial. It's way more common for people of that age to have never dated. Like ever. Like I know so many people like in real life who just have never been in relationships and i think that's very common so i believe that I, well i can believe that now here's where things get interesting you are a k-pop idol and you're a k-pop idol at a time that it kind of popped off so like unless you are just like completely you remember how who was it Sister star like some girls are saying like you never date other like male k-pop idols because they're kind of like weird unless you were that kind of guy I don't think and even to then I'm sure one of your fans would have wanted a date you know, like
1: how so
0: many opportunities
1: yeah like are you telling me that no girls have been interested in you this whole time I mean obviously it could be true he could just have never been on a date not been interested maybe he's like you know not interested in dating and he would rather sing about it than be about it and like I
0: that's fair Oh, um, he could be. He could. There could be. I mean, not saying for him specifically, but for yeah. people who say things like this, sometimes there could be, you know, other extenuating factors. Like, right, people are not always the sexuality that you assume they are. Right. Exactly. I mean, if you can't come out. Of course, you would be like, you know. And I'm not saying that's him. Or you know, they don't. They don't think of. They have different ideas of what dating looks like. You know, there's so many different things that could be at play for why he wouldn't be honest with that that being said if you were seen with a girl like and y'all were doing date like things i don't know how you could make the argument that you've never dated right Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i know i once again like i i'm not saying that it couldn't be true i just feel like (laughs) it's just very easy for idols to date especially somebody from a relatively popular group and he was like their main like member like the most popular member in the group to the extent that he had solos and stuff like i just don't i don't know i don't know idols are really good about hiding relationships i just mm, i don't know yep but you know however he wants. Jay to be, has
0: I- a couple kids <laughs> I, and y'all would never guess just while looking because you know that's not trying to say he's a be dad, but I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway. All right, Ash, do you believe him?
2: I'm conflicted because I feel like with Demon, like how she said that, yeah, there are people that have never dated. There are people that are asexual. There are people like across the spectrum or whatever. So you don't know, you know, how they're living their life. At the same time, it is kind of... I feel like it's a situation where idols, they just protest too much sometimes. And it makes you, like, doubt all of them. (laughs) Because it's just like, well, you guys all can't just not be dating. Like, that's (laughs) unrealistic. True. So. Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. So, what is next?
2: So, Le Seraphim... Is facing plagiarism allegations with their new album, Easy. They're facing allegations that their song Easy, I guess, is looks is has similarities to Olivia Rodrigo's 2023 track, Bad Idea, right? And they say there's a part of the song with rock music where they sing. Easy, crazy, hot. I can make it. And then they were saying that that was similar to bad idea, right? I have not heard either. I've not heard. I have not heard bad idea, right? So I I don't know if there is a. But apparently they're both like pop rockish songs, and. Yeah, they the last time they were in this plagiarism issue. This was for Unforgiven, which people said was had similarities to Rosalia's 2022 hit Chicken Teriyaki. Uh, Source music. Their agency made a, didn't make a comment until the release of the album. But Kim che-wan has said that. Their songs and concepts feature our own stories and messages. We would appreciate it if you could see them as our original creations. So, Well,
1: technically Wait, you're not that creating
3: anything. That last thing
1: is so funny. Oh, <laughs> I, like, <laughs> technically you're not creating anything. You're just like a model on the runway. You oh, just as,
3: is
2: a, as a correction, this was for their easy trailer Good Bones video. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had the similarities, yeah.
1: I'm surprised that they had a plagiarism controversy with this and not with Smart. Because I felt Smart was clearly uh, ripping on a lot of, Af- like, not even in an authentic way, but very much like, we're just gonna, like, they I wouldn't be surprised if they took a song that was meant to be done by an Afrobeat artist and just was like, let's water it down and do
2: it. I don't know. I feel like with them, they just kind of like... Or just hype in general. They just kind of jump on whatever they think is gonna like be whatever is the trend, and they just I don't know if I would call what they say what they're doing is like straight up like copyright infringement, but they're definitely imitating what they think is hot or whatever sound or image they think is hot, and just copy and pasting it onto their artists.
3: Yeah,
1: I
2: agree. So,
1: Yeah, so actually, Jimin, do you want to introduce the next
0: topic? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really want to, but I guess I kind of have to. So as you all may or may not know, recently, within the past week, actually, there was the 2023 Hunt Hall Music Awards, even though it's 2024. I really don't understand that. But <laughs> so many things happened at this at this award show i don't even know where to begin so i think the first thing that we should discuss that i should bring up is well i'll just give you everything that happened first and foremost zero base one was performing somebody in the audience had yelled to one of the members Jiung, who's actually the oldest member in the group they yelled Jiung, jiung leave the group don't know why they told this man to leave the group I have a suspicion as to why, but I don't know exactly why. And I guess ji had some shooters out there and they decided to shoot. And there was a just big brawl. The fight, I guess, was so bad that like it was causing crowd crush at the front of the crowd to where AT's members had like were telling their bodyguards, yeah, y'all need to do something about this because somebody gonna die out there. So there was that mess then there was a situation where allegedly somebody had like peed like on themselves and I guess people could smell it then I guess somebody was there was a situation where I I haven't been able to confirm these two situations but there's a situation where I guess there were people who were having sex like just right there I guess in the middle of the venue I Uh, mean all the stuff is going on you might as well (laughs) (laughs) But the truly unhinged thing was somebody on purpose pulled out their entire behind and decided to, I guess, just poop everywhere on other people. And it was like flying and scattering. There were pictures. I did not look at those pictures on purpose. I was assaulted by those pictures. And it is as gross as you can possibly imagine. Apparently, it was so bad that everybody could smell it. And you wouldn't think that should be the case in a large venue. But listen, I guess it travels fast. And all I could just... I don't even understand. (laughs) This is the most ghetto thing I have ever heard in my entire life. And the pictures from it are very... It's just so sad. I love the the pictures. Sorry?
2: No, I think you are about to say what I was going to say. Go ahead, Nat.
1: Oh, I was like, I love the pictures of the idols. Yeah. Be like, what's that smell? <laughs> like, other seats. I was just like, oh my god, can you imagine <laughs> like, having to be, you know, idol perfect, and like, you're smelling poop everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's so ghetto. Like, I did see that the person who had pooped Put out an apology and said that they would cover all dry cleaning costs well i saw that that apology was fake i saw that oh. the that yeah that's not surprising because why would you admit to that like why yeah. but also too like did the person who do it leave right away or did they were they like one of those stubborn fans who's like i'm gonna wait for my faith to be on the stage and that's why the smell kind of permeated
2: Well, on the Asian Junkie article, they they said, I don't know, because it seems like there's some like, you know, question about what exactly happened, about whether they just did it there or Mm. they did it in their pants or whatever they were wearing and just left it there.
1: Oh, yeah. The pants were off. Right. Okay,
2: So I don't I don't know, because mystery, obviously mystery abound, thankfully not present for that. So,
1: see, this is why K pop fans be getting like bad reputations. Because people like this who be doing this crazy ass shit, it's like those, those people back in school who were doing like the Naruto render in school. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Like, that's why people don't like us, okay? I don't. I... Ghetto. It's just ghetto. That's all I gotta say. Like, wow. honestly, I never, I didn't have poops at a word show on my 2024 bingo. But here
0: we are. Here we are. Here we
1: are. All right. So, what is the next story?
2: Well, the next story is an article, and it's basically What does J pop revival mean for South Korea? So, it's basically just talking about the history of J pop and how. J-pop is kind of coming back in South Korea in a big way and they were saying how it, some Koreans are actively turning to J-pop because of its diversity, because of the quality of their music, because of the artistry. Just more what I got from it is that the people they interviewed seem to feel like there is more of authenticity and diversity within Japanese music industry that they feel like Korean music does not have right now and that the Korean music has become so inflated like there's just so much of it that they just there's a lot of fluff and They're just not getting what they need from it. So they're turning to J-pop. And one thing I thought was interesting was they were talking about that, like, Koreans had, like, made fun of Japanese idol audition programs, making fun of the participants' sloppy skills and imperfect appearances. Um, But this person said, maybe it's true Korea has achieved an unrivaled position in the idol-fostering industry, but when you hear the new music of Japanese singer-songwriters and bands, which is full of experimental endeavors, anyone would feel that they should never ignore J-pop's potential.
1: I think that there is a sense of authenticity that Japanese media sort of portrays that I feel that Korea lacks. And I think that's why things like anime have, you know, had such stalwart fans from, like, the 80s until now. You know what I mean? And why, even though Japan does gatekeep their music, people are still very dedicated to it uh, in the same sense. And, like, the talk about sloppiness, it's not sloppy, it's... People not pretending to be better than they are and then having fans like hype them up like they are better than they are you know what i mean the thing the very thing that we complain about with k-pop japan doesn't have that issue because japan like for the most part and i say for the most part because japanese media obviously has its own issues uh but for the most part what you see is what you get in terms of what somebody looks like the fact that they don't have you know not, like, they don't even fix their teeth, you know? Like, there's not that obsession with perfection that you get in the K-media. Japanese media, Taiwanese media, like, you just feel something, like, very authentic, like, about it. Something that you, that you connect to a little bit more on a deeper level. And I do feel like that's adds to... That's the reason why they offer so much diversity in their music scene. Like, you... It's not just, you know, J-pop is pretty popular, obviously, but J-rock is also very popular. And then they have, you know, (laughs) J-reggae, very popular, you know, like,
0: very popular. (laughs) From what I've heard, from what I've heard, it's so wild to actually hear this, but it's like, oh, yeah, hip-hop is on the rise in Japan, which is kind of funny to hear because, one, I've always considered Japan to be, like, a a place where hip-hop was... Very like well liked, but I guess maybe it was all it was more of a subculture until now. But yeah. also, it's just weird to hear because it's just like, huh? Like K-pop, that's their only <laughs> like, like that's been the only identity for so long for so many of the top groups is is hip hop. So it's it's just interesting to see. But anyway, the point is, is like I completely agree with everything that Nat said about like there is just that level of authenticity. I I honestly. It, didn't, it honestly didn't even dawn on me that like Japan had an idol system. Like I knew there was J-pop, but I always thought of J-pop the same way as I thought of like pop or American pop mm. or whatever. Like it was just pop music done right. in Japanese. Not that it was like specifically system. like K-pop is synonymous with an idol system. It's and where not, did they get this? Where did they get the idol system from? I do understand why that makes a lot of sense why if you're looking for idol, you, you still want an idol culture, but you want it to feel authentic, You, that it makes sense as to why you would start getting into J-pop. Yeah. That's not a lot of nothing. And also, too,
1: like, even though, like, Lee Suman took a lot of influence from the J-pop scene as well at the time. Like, he was very much obsessed with the J-pop scene at, like, the beginning of SME's heyday as well. So it's... I don't know. It's just one of those things where you're just like, like I see, like I'm not trying to like shit on the Korean market. Obviously, we're a K-pop. We like know, K-pop. Podcast. Like we literally
0: like, like it so much that we yeah. made a whole podcast. Well, we. But also, too, I
1: wonder. I wonder sometimes, like, if the if J-pop and you know J-media was more accessible, if there would be as much, you know, sort of like interest in the same sense. You know what I mean? Like, or as many I think people,
3: so yeah as I many people so. doing
1: podcasts and things like that yeah i do and i do think so as well too so i don't know like i think K- i think anime is a big tie-in because like i did not know boa through k-pop i knew boa through eat you up came out like it was on much music and i was like oh this isn't this girl's dope she's making a really great song and also she sang the song for Iniaja. So, like, (laughs) I knew of BOA before I knew of K-pop, you know what I mean? And so, and there's a lot of, like, really iconic K-pop songs, you know what I mean? And the fact that they rally around, like, that's another thing, too. Japanese people actually listen to J-pop and J-rock and all that kind of stuff. Koreans, for the most part, act like they're too good for K-pop. And so, like you, that's that's another like. There's like a shame kind of thing involved in that when you're like an adult. Whereas in in Japan, you can be an adult and love anime. You can love and you can love anything you want, and it is fine. When we were in, at arcades in Tokyo, it was only grown men in suits who were in there playing those games. Okay, I'm not grown men so, in suits.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that 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 principle actually like translates to, like. Not only do adults in Japan love them some anime and manga, but also adults in America can get away with... Li- I mean, RDC World literally made a career off of liking anime. like. Right. Do you understand the levels here? Like, there's no embarrassment or shame when people right. like anime. Maybe there was at one point. I don't know. I can't say that it was in my lifetime because another part of that, too, is like black people really love anime and they right. don't apologize for it. But right. but I, there is a lot of stigma of liking K-pop. You will immediately be looked at as a career, boo.
2: Whereas right. if you say
0: you like anime, nobody's going to think you're a weeb until you show them that you're like one of those weird like otaku types. Yeah, talking about a hego face and stuff like that, it's weird. But yeah,
1: no, I, I just think, yeah, I, like there's a little bit more credibility, I think, in in like a lot of the like Japanese animation space and like with the Japanese groups, especially since not even just anime, video games used a lot of Japanese music. So I just think that that is like one of the reasons as well, too, that J-pop will like even with a very closed off market, they always have that prestige and that that makes people of all ages and all you know ethnicities and races and nationalities sort of like kind of go go towards. And whereas K-pop come like it is very trendy for a lot of people. I mean, clearly not us because we've been talking about it for so long and we've been into it for so long. But, like, a lot of people are really just into it for a group, and that's very short-term. And whereas anime, I've been watching anime since I was in single digits. Okay? (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, but maybe I'm just a loyal type. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what it is. Okay. So, I wanted to tie this into this topic, actually, about, like, the – this guy's perspective but i feel like we should have more information on him because i i would really like to know more of the difference with him <clears throat> being a k-pop idol versus a japanese pop idol and i feel like this article doesn't do as much as i thought it did
0: mm, i don't know what don't you guys think he is it could be interesting I, I i literally do not know who he is
1: yeah i didn't know who he was either so he is a He's J yeah, he's a Taiwanese former JYP trainee who was YG. also produce Yeah. Who's also a produce 101 contestant, but now he's a J pop in a J pop group. Wow. So he's talking about like how it was very inhumane to be in Korea, like as an idol. But he doesn't really talk more uh, like I feel like he doesn't really talk as much about being a Korean idol. Like sorry, a Japanese idol. Like what are the actual differences, right? So that's inhumane why to- I don't know if it's worth talking about.
0: I mean, but the fact that I think that the fact that he, the the story he told about and the example he listed of yeah. the differences in saying Korea is overly strict, even border border inhumane, I think that that in and of itself cert- tells us something, right? And the right. thing that it tells us is that apparently Japan is not that, right? Because if it was, he wouldn't have used that as an example. That is really interesting for so many on so many levels. Like, yeah, okay. Okay, but well, but again, I, 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 if, I don't know if there is another article maybe out there. Where he no, I looked at the source one and it doesn't really talk about it. He just talks about how he's like proud
1: of like his Taiwanese support. Mm, yeah, okay, fine, like fine. I would really love, like I feel like this would be a perfect topic if we knew specifically the differences in being like a Japanese trainee and or an idol versus like a Korean, somebody who was actually both and talking about both. But I don't know. Like, if you guys want to talk about it, we I'm fine with that, too. Ash? Um,
2: I really don't have anything to add. I mean, I don't really, like Nat said, some context about the J-pop industry would be helpful.
3: That's
1: yeah. true.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: So we can just put a pin on that, because I do think it's a yeah, really that, interesting that's, that's topic. Interesting. I, I just that. want to, like, have more of a perspective on that. Because I feel like maybe we can just make it... Um, A patron exclusive kind of thing yeah let's do it all right okay okay so the last one is really fun (laughs) oh wait this is not the last one okay
0: sorry ash i mean it ties in it's the same
2: yeah okay Ramyun versus ramen so basically there's soaring exports of korean instant noodles in recent years but food companies have a dilemma of whether or not they should be getting rid of the word ramen when referring to Korean noodles. So ramen, which is rooted in Japanese culinary tradition, has become a household name that refers globally to noodles and broth and can also refer to instant noodle products. But Korean businesses have long used to term in overseas markets Promoting their products is Korean ramen instead of ramyun, which is the Korean variation of the word. And using the Japanese word is viewed as taboo in Korea, akin to calling kimchi, kimuchi, which is the, kimuchi, Yes. The Japanese phonetic interpretation of the word. So there's just a lot of kind of cultural differences, and there's a lot of, like, just general differences between the ramyun and the ramen, like, themselves. And basically, they, I think that they should be using the ramyun and using that to kind of dis, distinct, make the Korean variation of the noodles distinct. But the what Korean makes ramen-
0: it distinct, though? well i've never had ramyeon so i'm
3: ignorant
2: oh okay so i
1: mean you have if you've had it from the past if you've had it from the package that's what it is well it says that
2: the noodle products yeah like it says they're the noodles are generally thinner than ramen ramyeon is usually spicy the japanese ramen is wheat noodles and rich broth chicken pork seafood vegetables the broth is often with soy sauce or miso you know yeah. Yeah. So, but the people mm-hmm. that are distributing the ramen the Korean noodles are using basically using Japanese ramens like global like people knowing what it is and being more familiar with it as a way to sell the korean products (laughs) and so that's like where the controversy is because it's like well Mm. why are you using the japanese word when we go by ramen why are you using ramen you know
1: yeah so like ramen is like an actual meal like where they take the time to make the broth to make the noodles things like that whereas ramyun is like that cream, that did. package stuff that you got Remember back in the 90s when people used to eat it Just raw, didn't even cook it <laughs> Like what that's what ramen is <laughs> That
0: was y'all uh, Okay okay so I will say So I think I've had both I always just thought they were the same i to be honest with you because whenever I see idols eat them, I'm like that looks like the same stuff that I be eating the, the, the Maruchin Top ramen package or whatever I Don't think this okay this is probably controversial for like other reasons but in terms of like if you're just going on like taste and and all of that stuff i could see i don't know i think that i can see why you would want to make a distinction but i don't think it matters that much unless it's like a cultural thing that they like you know a point of pride then it's like oh okay yeah sure i don't i, I think that it would be i think anywhere outside of korea people are going to call it ramen Right. Because that's where it originates, even if it is like the crinkly noodles that got gochujang paste instead of miso. You know, what I mean? right. Right.
2: Um, right.
0: I don't I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna. It's all ramen to me. I think the funny like the most interesting part of this article is that the whole origin
1: of it was in China. And they it's like Chinese hand pulled noodles and they used to call it lamion or lamion. And then, and that, I guess don't that was- you
0: ever say that to any anybody <laughs> outside of China? You will get you trying to get us murked. So this is from the article, guys. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm just going by what the article is saying.
1: So it's basically it, it. was imported into Japan, and then I guess imported into to Korea from there. Like that's that's what this historical article is trying to tell us, okay, guys. But I think that they should definitely have different. I think they should have distinctions, mostly because I I think this is one of those other things that Korea could use, you know, like our version of it, which uses the package, but how they make it nutritious by adding things to it. Where it's not it's not exactly the same as ramen, like that you would get in Japan, but it's its own thing. You know what I mean? And like they like to put cheese on it and all this kind of stuff. That makes mm. that those are unique Korean aspects to it, right? To the ramyon. So I think that like it being two different things is kind of cool. Yeah. Like I just think that it enriches both of them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I I see. I I I like Korean food a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think part of the reason is like Korean food. You it's kind of deceptive, but it be having so much sugar. There's so much. Oh, sugar so, so much so sugar. So much. Dairy, un, un, randomly. so much dairy, unnecessary <laughs> dairy. I, look, I'm gonna come out and say it. There is no reason why every single thing I eat should have a cheese option. Like I'm just, I right. listen, or like everything is like this type of milk or this type of that. And I also love Japanese food. Like I love the the gamut, right? Meat mm-hmm. all the way to like seafood. I I respect the differences. I honestly did not realize the differences though until now is all right
1: but this is what I mean like this is like people conflate a lot of East Asian culture like if Korea really wanted to distinguish themselves like the way that Japanese Japan sorry and China have like they should lean on a lot of these things that are similar but not quite the same and how they're different and why they're different like (sighs) it's crazy but yeah, no, I, I like, I'm on team separated. You know, it enriches both of them for me and they taste great. <laughs> so, whatever.
0: Separate. <laughs> I'm not going to finish that. Okay. That's, that is fun. That's cute. Yeah. Okay.
1: Anyways, guys, this is the episode. No featured because we're already at like three and a half hours. So, you're going to love this long, fun episode. Go for
0: The hour of that is the videos, too, though. So. That's true.
1: That's true. Anyways, we hope you liked the episode. Any shout outs? (laughs) I can go. (laughs) So shout out to Black people because it is still Black History Month, even though this feels like the weirdest Black History Month of all time. I don't know. It doesn't really feel very Black History Month-ish. But, you know, we're here. And shout out to us because this episode was really fun. and a shout out to shout out to the Star Wars world. I'm still going through it. I finished Bad Batch. It was actually surprisingly a lot better than I was expecting. But I have the ha- the weird habit of caring more about the the clones and the robots than the people. Like I literally like I felt so emotional when Things happen to 9-9 and like fives and then tech. Oh my God. But the last season of Bad Batch is going to be out on the 21st, which is in two days from now. So I'm really excited to watch that and then get back in. I'm doing the whole timeline thing. So I got to watch, I got to rewatch Solo next, but I'm really excited to get back into it. Yeah, the Star Wars world is just so vast and fascinating and I'm really enjoying my time there. So very, very excited to continue uh, and shout out to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Because, you know, my favorite human in there. And Ahsoka, my favorite non-human.
0: Shoutouts to Acai Bowls. Oh, yeah, they're good. I thought that they were like this pretentious thing. No, they're no, sweet. They're yeah. And kind of tastes like chocolate for some reason.
1: <laughs> Depends on what's in it, but yes. <laughs> Ash, shoutouts?
2: Shouts to Food Talk. I don't usually get on TikTok, but I went down a rabbit hole of recipes and I'm trying to become a better cook and do more of the cooking at home thing. So I got very much distracted by TikTok recipes and the like. So shout out to those of you who are very good in the kitchen. Great.
1: I love when social media is actually helpful. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Jim and any other shout outs shout out to rdc
0: was? world for keeping us entertained
1: yeah. though i do think that they overhyped naruto a bit too much on there mm, but i think it's to be a... fair
0: i watch almost zero of the animes they talk about <laughs>
1: i watched almost all of the animes they talk about so like i can say from experience <laughs> that i think that they hype up naruto a bit but i think that's more of like I think it's were, a, man thing. I, a
0: lot of men love naruto um,
1: and there were kids too when it came out oh so yeah like, nostalgia have that kind of nostalgia right but yeah yeah because i just i don't i don't get it but anyways i want to yeah. shout
0: out to iraqi too because i just did some really crazy like research on jojo's bizarre adventure for absolutely no reason hmm. and i I don't know. I just am starting to appreciate Araki as an artist because his, like, style is just literally so different from everybody else. So
2: distinct. Yeah. I watched a four-part retrospective on the JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, and I want to get involved in it so bad, but I'm scared. Why? Why? (laughs) It's just, they're so, like... I don't know. It just seems so like intricate, and I I don't know. It's, it's not, not that, that serious. serious. Yeah, it girl. It's par four. Hey,
1: You're not you're not watching One Piece, okay? Like yeah, it's not that
3: serious.
2: Not One Piece. <laughs> <Okay>. And <laughs>
1: literally. Literally, they're all related. Yeah. So you don't really need to, like... Well... Well, for the most part, they're related. Like, <laughs> for the ones on Netflix, if you're watching on Netflix, they are going to be, for the most part, related. And so you kind of just, like, follow the Joestar family through time kind of thing. And you really
0: okay. only... People will tell you to start at part three, but I personally started at part four, and I still could understand everything. I did go back and watch, like, recaps of part three because I was interested. But I feel like the first couple parts are not even the same... like like it's 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 the same story but the system is so different so oh okay get into get into jojos it's it's i watch
1: interesting yeah i watched it from the very beginning and like it was it's pretty crazy but it's fun so i think that you would enjoy it like you will
0: understand like i know that it's kind of outdated and dated and lame to say that everything is a jojo reference but like I didn't realize just how many memes came from JoJo's Bizarre Adventures until I watched it.
2: Wow. Same thing with
0: Spongebob. You got to watch so much Spongebob because the entire internet is just Spongebob memes. So Basically. Yeah. Basically. All
1: right. But yeah. It, yeah. Watch it and let us know
0: how you, you. how you feel about
1: it because it, it it, it's pretty crazy. Oh. <laughs> it can get pretty crazy for sure. But yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys for if you stuck It out in one listen. Very proud of you. And thank you for the support. You know how to reach us on Twitter at nyan Edison's or at Gmail at not your average netizens at gmail.com or on Instagram and Facebook at Not Your Average Netizens. And remember we have a Patreon and it is three dollars a month and we have so much content backlogged, but we also, you know, update our regular two episodes plus a live stream per month and a lot of album reviews, a lot of opinions, things that we don't necessarily talk about on here that we are, you know, delving deeper into on there. And, you know, we're always open for requests as well. If you can't support us financially, which I get <laughs> recession, you can definitely do actually share and like and comment. You know, engagement is always super important because it helps other people find us. And it also lets us know what you guys like. So that would be very very helpful and beneficial anyways we are gonna go and i hope you have a fantastic day
3: bye bye